If Don Scurvy says to do it. Three out of the four of us are setting the same example with Java. Yeah. I yeah. mean, sorry, I just, the Riva shard is just what's most important to me, so. <laughs> I'm just saying, Darth Venom, it hit, how long has it been since all three of us got gas? And we what told that you better. We told you no. that the Illum Cool Kids had to have gas. Because Don Scurvy's, he's, he's getting upset. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's... He's confused at why you are doing this, <laughs> this, this disrespect to him. Look, it was either Gas or Star Killer, and to be fair, I think I chose wrong. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah, there's you have reason, chosen poorly. There's the reason. There's a reason the three of us have been in like top ten C pit damage every single time, and you've been like scrapping to get thirtieth place. <laughs> hey, I just, I just need top forty. I don't care. I just need top of shit in well, C-Pit. Sometimes you get top 10, it's worse than top yeah, 30. I don't even manual that. I just throw it on auto. I don't give a shit. <laughs> top oh. 40, I'm good to go. This backpacking son of a bitch. Galaxy of Zeros, where four unqualified nobodies talk about starting a new Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes account. We only care about two things, helping new players wade through the sea of bad advice and mocking the ever-growing backpack Yoda culture. Welcome to another episode of Galaxy of Zeros, the best, probably, probably podcast for early and <laughs> mid-game players. So, today we have a special guest, our first special guest, right? Yeah, yeah. first yeah. time we're We haven't had one yet. Not, yeah. not yet. Did, first damn. guest of any kind. What if Min is a special guest and we just haven't told him yet? Damn. I feel special. <laughs> one of these days, one of these days a podcast is going to release and you didn't know about it. <laughs> what the fuck? Why am I not there? Am I not part of this? Am I a special guest? Uh, we're also talking best first Zetas. Uh, we have listener yep. questions. We have everyone's favorite segment, bottom of the backpack. And see, I don't know if I want to underpromise and overdeliver, or overpromise and then everyone's disappointed again. We'd really mm. love to get to the official top ten hottest Galaxy of Heroes character. <sighs> yeah, no, we, gotta we, make that happen. we would it's love that, happen. wouldn't we? Look, Scurvy's doing bottom of the backpack. I feel like. He's going to keep it pretty concise. Yeah, you think so? I've heard some stuff at the end of the night. When it, <laughs> I mean, Depends on how Scurvy many Scurvy didn't keep much concise back desk. then. He's, <laughs> all right, you having of, some IPAs uh, tonight? Speaking of top ten hottest, uh, one of our listeners wanted to know if uh, Tuscan Shaman's going to show up on that list. Huh. Huh. I, I wonder what's under that dress. Hope not. <laughs> all right, before all that, we have introductions, and what are you excited about? Uh, I am Manalius, and I am excited about this moment in time right now. Uh, this is gonna be this is this is a, this is a first for me. Okay. Okay. I'm about to press the button that says upgrade on a character named Ravon Pi. <laughs> <laughs> and right now, at this very moment, I just I just made a relic Revan. Ravon. <gasps> no what? way. This was this was the moment. That changed history. Wow. Uh, yep. I need this freaking guy for um, for JML, so I'm gonna put a relic on him. And uh, I I was lucky enough that I could save the Zeta for his leader, cause I don't need that. You know, maybe maybe later, but it ain't not right now. 
So he's only got two Zetas. So at least I'm still, you know, failure there. I think Mint that's what I'm a excited slow about. Golf clap. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, good job. Woohoo! Thank you. Years Thank from you. now, our grandkids will ask about this day, and you can say <laughs> I was there. You were there. That's right. You're gonna tell the story of the Manalius Revan Ravon. I think it's embarrassing that you don't have to get his leader Zeta. <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. It's, Although, it's like I have plenty of Zetas too. Like I could. Although I will say, um, I still run JKR lead with um, uh, J- JKR Esquire lead with uh, <laughs> Ray Jedi in Sea uh, Pit. Oh yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, but... I I don't think I'll be doing that. Sea Pit's going bye bye. <laughs> well, you don't have Ray, so yeah, probably not. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I don't have Ray. I, I was thinking Jedi training Ray because I was looking at her stupid face right now, her angry forehead. Yeah, but no. He's just going to go with JML and uh, finally give Shakti or Barris or somebody a fucking break. I don't know. I don't even know if I'm going to use him that often. You know, it's Shakti's so good. It would be real blast for me to just relic him and then never use him. I mean, I, oh for God. me, it's usually a decision. I'm, I'm almost always auto-including JKR and uh, JKL and and Hoda. Um, really, the last, last slot is usually I'm deciding between uh, either Shock or Jolie. To be honest, yeah. Well, that's another one I need to get up. Is old Joe Lee? I guess he's he's part of that whole situation. And yeah, we're gonna talk about him in a little bit. But uh, I would like I would like to mention um, because it's such a uh, kind of a, a unique situation. Uh, Jolie punches down. <laughs> you know, because if he's not if he's the weakest character in, on the team, he just gets killed and then he has no worth. So uh, really? he, he punches down. He can't be the weakest character on the team. Spicy words. So that was my introduction. Yeah, I like how Min always complains we don't get to the top 10, but then his 30-second, what are you excited about, soapbox, just took like seven and a half minutes. Listen, somebody <laughs> else talked for two fucking minutes, too. God damn it. Hey, you got to control your time. I'm, I'm a blabbermouth. Okay, um, next. All right, I'm Scurvy, <laughs> um, and what I'm most excited about is on my smaller account, um, I believe last time I had talked about unlocking JMK, I just got the JMK ult, so I am officially on the halfway mark of having a functioning <laughs> GL team. Halfway. Don't go JMK first, kids. <laughs> yep, yep. That's uh, he's still waiting on Cat. You already got a couple more months, even with refreshes. Yeah, huh? I think um, so. With, with being very disciplined and getting two refreshes every proving grounds, I'll still I'm still two months away from Cat. Damn. So, Scurvy, I feel like you got to hit a rewind on this real quick because every other uh, section where we talked about uh, who we are, you, you introduced yourself as Officer of Ilum. Oh, yeah. And you didn't introduce yourself this time, and I feel ah. like you should. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I think there's something else that might be a little exciting happening. So, um, I guess Bittersweet, the founder of Ilum... Duran is taking a step back. Uh, he's got some real-life stuff going on that's keeping him busy with new job and whatnot. Um, and so he has decided to step down as the guild leader of Ilum and eventually step away from Ilum as a whole and just focus on his one main account uh, in Scarif. And so I have stepped up um, as the guild le- new guild leader of Ilum, which also brought along with it a new officer of Ilum, uh, in Darth Venom. So now all four of us are in leadership positions within Ilum. So yeah. this Ilum has kind of become the 
the guild of the podcast. All praise to Don Scurvy. <laughs> Got to do a little shout out to uh, the way as well. Yes, uh, our yep. fifth officer, who is uh, while he's not part of the the podcast, he is uh, certainly a uh, one of the backbones of Ilum. So yeah, he's one of our core people. We definitely we wouldn't we wouldn't be where we are without everybody, including one of our one of you know the way came in early on. He's a big account came in early on. Stuck with us. us. I mean, he came in. He, yeah. he was the biggest account at the time. Yeah, he's always been super he Yeah, he's been the biggest account since he joined. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're trying. Yeah. We're, we're chasing him. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> Good yeah, luck. He's always, always competing over there with uh, Fieras for top whatever the fuck we're doing. You know, I'm gonna get the most damage, the most waves, the most you know whatever. Both of y'all are always racing for the top. It's great. And uh, yeah, congratulations, Scurvy. You know, new GL. Thanks, guys. Yeah, which is a great segue into what I'm excited about, which. Uh, again, it's bittersweet, but I'm I'm excited about the the next chapter of Ilum's future. Um, it's something where I I just feel like even before we were officers, the three of us, uh, Man- Manalius and Scurvy and I, we just got along. We were always just kind of like on the same page, um, and I just it's it's just it's a cool next chapter. We've always worked really well together, and uh, and obviously. Darth Venom has been part of the part of the group as well, but until recently he wasn't an officer in Ilum anyway. He is he is a GL of a different guild, Narshada, but they made me an offer I couldn't refuse. Yeah, there wasn't really an option. Uh, let me tell you, Darth Venom, whatever you want to call yourself today. Yeah. Scurvy walked into the room with like a baseball bat over his right shoulder and said, Hey, you wanna be an officer? Yeah. And I said no, and then there was a bantha head in my bed when I woke up the next morning. I was like, <laughs> was oh, really shit, I better... Moment. Yeah, This got dark really quick. <laughs> <laughs> it's really fucked up. Like, damn, Don Scurvy just wanted your crystals. Now he wants your, your whole fucking life. Yeah. There's no, there's no out. So, uh, yeah. Now uh, that I'm... That's what I'm excited about. Pleasantly terrified. <laughs> so, I'm Darth Venom. Um, I'm excited about something along similar lines. As any good mafia boss does, as soon as Scurvy took over, he started laying down some new rules. He had to stake out his territory. Mm-hmm. And he said, yeah. hey, guys, Relic 7 Inquisitors, mandatory. You will be Reva ready <laughs> or I will take your family away from you. He didn't fuck around. He didn't. No, think he it in. was literally like 12 hours after he took over. He's like, oh, I'm the guild I leader? To, Guess what we're fucking doing. I even messaged Duran. I was like, hey, I don't want you to take this the wrong way, but I'm about to make an announcement. Uh, that I'm going to put in a new mandatory Ilum farm. <laughs> you know, you'd think this would have been a group decision, but this was just Scurvy laying the law down. So Yeah, it actually, yeah, totally, he, he told us this is what's happening, and don't fucking argue with me. Yeah. And we're like, holy <laughs> shit. i never seen this side of Scurvy, and like then we realized this wasn't Scurvy, this was Don Scurvy. <laughs> so I am excited that Reva Ready Inquisitors are now mandatory if you want to be a member of Ilum. And this finally gives me an excuse to not have gas and not have Jabba because I gotta, fo- I gotta focus. <laughs> oh, I knew. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, I gotta, I'm sorry, guys. I gotta focus on Inquisitors. It'll be a for year guild, from now. So. We'll be having the, whatever the it, it, next fucking, mandatory farm is. He came into the. He came into a chat and he was like, "So, do I stop Jabba and go Inquisitors, or do I just keep going Jabba?" And I'm like, "You fucking gotta finish something. Go Jabba." And and then he was like, "Look how far away I am from Jabba," and I was like, "God damn it, go Inquisitors!" Yep. And then I spent all my Kairos I had saved up, and I still don't even have one of them relic. So do you even have? Yeah, off to a shit, good start. 
what did we what did we find out last week? Inquisitors are two thousand Kairos. Uh, they're a lot. Oh, it's a super a lot. It was over two thousand. Yeah. It's a stupid amount. Yeah, they're more than like the earlier Galactic Legends. Yeah. Well, I'm glad mm-hmm. I'm done with them. You bastard. You're only done with them once. Shout out to you Grim got more Carnage. Shout out to Grim Carnage for being the only other person. Actually, in, in this, so far, the only person to get us a Riva shard so far. Yeah. Yeah. Great job. Thanks for the one. Yeah. Number yeah, one. We're sitting at one out of 330, man. I feel, it feels good. We're, we're, we're on our way. All right. You guys don't know it. You know, and I think it's really cool that we're going to... I I expected and probably anticipate still some, like, pushback. Like, damn, this sucks. These guys, I don't want to farm them, you know, because a lot of negativity around them. But there wasn't. It There, there was really a lot was of just, like, you know, saluting, saying, let's get this fucking done, man. And Ilum's been yeah. quiet. And there's no... There's nobody that jumped out and was like, what the fuck? I had a member reach out to me today, right before we started recording, talking about how he he was asking me if he should just go ahead and transition over to Inquisitors. And I told him that, you know, the value of the guild is going to be more so Mm. in Inquisitors because it's going to get us Reva Shards, which not only is going to get us Reva Shards, um, but also makes us a more enticing guild for new recruits and whatnot. Um, So it almost kind of seems like, believe it or not, that Everyone kind of took it well and took it in stride, and I think we're going to have a. It's going to be an easier transition than we thought. They either that, took it in stride, or they were too terrified of scurvy to say anything. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, that's, that's a possibility. Well, I think one thing that we have um, established early on, and we've talked about this before, is that we the community really came together with Watt, and it was really cool, and we had a lot of fun with it. And Riva is is the new kind of Watt thing. We're going to have to push for a team to get this character once a month, twice a month now, because we can do Rote twice a month uh, after we do our final DSGO. Um, so I think it's kind of like, not so much like, oh, damn it, I have to do this. It's like, yes, this is how we do this. Mm-hmm. You know, we we, we got to do a thing for the guild. And we're going to be building some teams that are going to, we're going to be strong because of it. You know, e- even before Reva. I think GI Inquisitors is... in Territory War, like, we're a 250 million guild right now. By the time we have these Inquisitors built is, you know, we, we may be 320 million. I don't know what we'll be at. I don't know, I don't know how long it's going to take exactly, but, man, that's going to be a powerful way to start with a lot of members having GI Inquisitors ready at that point. The other thing, too, is, um, and this is kind of a hot note, cliff note or whatever for any of you guild leaders or officers that are listening lead by example um our entire officer corps has pretty much transitioned to fully farming um inquisitors uh-huh. so but be, be being able to tell your members like hey we want you to do this but not only that but we're going to do it with you at the same time like that's we'll big. do it first yeah exactly you know we, we told everybody don't stop your farms you know you can keep pushing for it but but we're going to do inquisitors and we're not we're not saying do it and then oh i got other things i'm doing first every single officer is doing it. Yep. You know, it's that's the best way to, to, to you know, if somebody, it's not necessarily that they're even going to be like, well, you don't have it. There's not going to be an argument. It's just a good example to set. All right, with that, with the intros out of the way, I think it's time to bring on our first special guest. We have with us none other than Nooch himself, Star Wars Dad. Welcome to the Mr. podcast. Mr. Dad. Woo. Well, hello there. Oh, I'll hey, clap. Mr. Dad. 
Hey, so if anybody's listening, they don't know uh, what you do and who you are. Do you want to give us a little rundown of your little corner of the galaxy here? Yeah, sure. So um, I'm, I'm, my YouTube channel is Star Wars Dad, and I go by Nooch, um, which, by the way, is a reference to C-3PO talking to the Ewoks in Return of the Jedi. <laughs> he, re- he refers to Nooch Vader, and uh, it's just an old name <laughs> my, my buddy and I have had since 1984 or so, and... I'm just your dad playing Galaxy of Heroes and soon to start playing Lord of the Rings Heroes of Middle-Earth to see what that game's all about. And just making a lot of fun content and, and uh, enjoying my community. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Um, I think the first thing we wanted to talk about is what uh, we started calling Phoenix Gate. <laughs> Phoenix Gate. <laughs> That's fair. So you you put out, and as you know, anybody who's listened to the podcast knows we're probably We like, don't like Phoenix. We're, we're probably the most <laughs> anti-Phoenix uh, corner of the galaxy. So you put out a video talking about how new players should not farm Phoenix, right? Yeah. And then you got a little bit of pushback, I think, and then there was... Uh, you want to just sort of go through your, your journey with, the, with Phoenix? Sure. So I am also not a big Phoenix guy. I, I'm with you guys. Um, I'll start back with my my original free-to-play account, which is now 28 months old, and I never finished the Phoenix on that account either. I kind of abandoned them and moved forward in my All account. right. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> and that account's doing great. I mean, it's 28 months in. I just unlocked my I just unlocked my second Galactic Legend. I've got Executor. You know, we're, we're pushing forward to uh, not in uh, Kyber yet, but getting there. So the account's doing fine, and um, I've never really used Phoenix. I don't have Chimera unlocked. It's not a big deal. And then um, this year, recently, I guess about 10 weeks ago, I've been thinking about doing this new free-to-play farming guide. And then as I was really looking at it and trying to put it together, I'm like, I don't even know what free-to-play farming looks like in 2023. So, you know, with the web store and everything else going on. So I started a new account, a brand new account, and I didn't farm Phoenix on it. And about, I don't know, four or five weeks in, I felt fine. And so I put out a video and I said, hey, everybody, stop farming Phoenix. You don't need them. You can go get a, um, you can... Use your Rebels once you get CLS unlocked and use them to go get Palpatine. You don't really need Thrawn anymore. You know, Thrawn is not what he was. For five years, Thrawn was a, you know, huge impact on the game. And he's just not that anymore after uh, Nerfgate 2020, I guess. I wasn't around for that gate. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Different gate times. We actually found out about the, the Thrawn nerf, like, way, way after it happened because we were trying to do um, some SLKR C-Pit runs that had Thrawn in them, and we were watching videos of other people getting, like, insane amounts of damage, Mm -hmm. and we were like, why is ours not working in the same way? And we found out it was because Thrawn got majorly nerfed, and um, also, I think uh, C-Pit ended up getting buffed as well, so... Yeah, that was a double combo there, so... Yeah. So, yeah, I put the video on, and I said, hey, everybody stop farming Phoenix, and yeah, you were right, you said I got some pushback. I got some pushback. (laughs) And I really did. The comments in the video were, I mean, there was, like... Uh, they're like it, tearing you up, man. It was like it was like they could not understand how you couldn't farm this worthless team to get this worthless tune. Ex- exactly. So, um, and then I, I actually on my, on my live stream after that I did a poll and it was seventy five percent. I think it was seventy or seventy five percent of people that said you should farm Phoenix first, whether it's free to play or hyperdrive or any situation. And and I'm like okay, let me let me let me look at this and. I still didn't feel like I changed my opinion. And then when I got to about the seven or eight week mark, I looked at my roster and I'm like, I'm working on Vader and I don't have Palpatine. 
And I'm kind of concerned that I won't have him by the time I hit level 85, which I've kind of changed my opinion on now. Um, and it was bothering me a little bit that I didn't have Palpatine. And I, then I, so then I said, well, maybe based on all the feedback I've gotten and looking at my roster without Palpatine, because Palpatine is really a key to, you know, the Darth Vader and Palpatine early on. And, well, I guess all the way through the game are a really important combo in the game. Um, and I really felt like I wasn't making progress on that and I wouldn't have him by level 85. Now, as I, I, as the account is nearing level 80, I'm going to have Palpatine activated and I'll have CLS as well. So maybe I'm back to don't farm Phoenix, but I've gone back and forth on it in large part just because of the huge pushback and the large number of people, two third or three quarters of the population that thinks that still thinks to this day that Phoenix should be your very first farm in the game. I think it's yeah. just it's it's just because it's so ingrained and it's everywhere you look. Like if you Google right now, what is the best first team to farm in in Star Wars Galaxy Heroes? I guarantee you, the first three results will be Phoenix because it's just it's been around for so long. Wait, they're going to so be all The misinformation just continues and continues and continues. Huh? And, <laughs> and so it, it's. I don't think people actually even think about it when the question is asked. Uh-huh. It's just almost like word vomit it just comes out like what's for best first team oh farm phoenix they get you thrawn they get you palpatine and so i don't think people are actually thinking about it and, and what, how can like, i avoid phoenix and will my account suffer if i don't have phoenix and like you said your account really hasn't suffered for not having phoenix not yet and, and there's like you see three quarters of players okay well like how many of these people have like a million gp and are trying to advise people and how many of these people actually like focus on an efficient path they're just like oh farm phoenix you need phoenix you need it for this and this it's efficient because you need it for this and this well from my experience they, they, it feels like the older the account is the more people recommend phoenix because i yeah. think it's people who started like way back in the day or maybe around like 2017 2018 like oh yeah I, you just start with phoenix and they don't realize there's a lot better paths to take these days. right yeah, I, when I when I hear people say that now, I hear like back in my day we farmed Phoenix <laughs> first. Like that's that's what it is to me now. Like I, at a certain point, I think it made sense to farm Phoenix, um, yeah. and it just doesn't anymore. Like it doesn't. We the one of the things we talked about in one of our previous podcasts was like when you farm teams, you want to farm lasting teams that are going to have lasting impact, right. and they just don't. Um, and again, just to clarify, we don't think you shouldn't farm Phoenix and Throne. We just don't think you should do it right out the gate. You should wait till later. It's it's yeah. Before before Mara Jade, I feel like Thrawn maybe was a little more important. Uh, but Mara Jade really stole Thrawn's thunder. You know, Thrawn was all about controlling people and mm-hmm. on, on that Palpatine team. But now that Mara Jade's there, I mean, she does his job and does it ten times better. So, and she's Mara Jade. <laughs> and she's Mara which Jade. Which is great. You know, it's not, not a blue chiss, but she's a redhead chick. Well, I, um, I believe, Min, by the way, we have another redhead fan on the podcast. Oh, well. Are, are we talking about that, me? Yeah. Mr. Dad? I, I've got a, I'm a sucker for my wife as a redhead. I've always, uh, for, for me, red hair uh, will add a couple of points on the 10-point scale. Um, it's just I just like colorful hair. <laughs> well, there you go. I like that new, like that, that new Sabine in that trailer. God, she was a smoke show. And it was like, <laughs> man, look at your hair. Holy smokes. All right, so that uh, Min doesn't go off for the next 20 minutes about this. Yeah. Uh, so I also realized, I know you want to talk a little bit about farming guides as well. Um, so when we, in our, what was episode zero and became episode one, we talked about a, a bunch of different farming guides. And we gave everyone a full grade 
bumped for not recommending Farming Phoenix. And I realized afterwards, we didn't give that bump to Star Wars Dead. Oh my gosh. Are you serious? You know, he was the first, he was the first one we did, I believe, in that yeah, whole series. And, and the Phoenix PTSD had only triggered, only in like the second or third one, when, once we started hearing, oh, you should farm Phoenix, and you should farm Phoenix. God damn it, not again! <laughs> um, so we need to give uh, Star Wars Dad a bump, I guess, don't we? Well, yeah. let me say, I, I listened to that. I think a lot of your criticism was pretty fair. Um, I, I will say, it, it, I think something maybe I, I didn't make clear with a lot of my early farming guides, because this is a process, right? If you're, for those of us making content, boy, I tell you, you got to get really used to, especially as my channel's been growing lately, um, I get a lot of feedback on a lot of stuff, and... Um, you really have to be able to to, to absorb and, and and take the stuff that's real and and maybe implement it, and 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 just shift off the stuff that just doesn't fit me right. Um, but the stuff that you guys gave feedback on it, I, I took it to heart and I'm listening to it. And you know, one of the things you guys talked about with it was that there wasn't any specific direction. And this was from my farming guide last November. And I know that with my free-to-play guide I just put out five, four, four weeks ago, three weeks ago, I really did try to bring more direction into it. And and once the once the crate dragon raid is out, I'm gonna I've got a couple things in mind. Um, one being a, a concise and direct farming guide because I usually when I talk about farming, I try to tell people all the different direction directions because I just I do not believe there's one way to farm the game that's right and and everything else is. I, I am not into that at all. Right, absolutely. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got to play the game. There's there's that's one of the coolest things about this game is that there's so many different paths mm -hmm. you can take. It doesn't ever We all make alts because why? Because you can do something different. Yeah. You can play the entire game differently with an alt. I, I both my accounts have almost no overlap. That that's you there's a lot <laughs> of no ways Revens. you can play this and no revens. <laughs> hey, no, 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 that's not true. Right there. <laughs> I I did I did uh, I did relic that reven. Episode. Yeah, and I I think we kind of came to the consensus that the main thing that we thought you could have done differently with that video back in November was just have a better, like, give us a better scope of what, what is this video going to be about? Because yeah. we were expecting it to be, you know, a 45 minute farming guide. And, and really it, it, you know, as we said, it, it kind of seemed like it was about an 18 minute farming guide followed by with like a little bit of a tutorial about how a bunch of the game modes work after that. And that yeah, was and really the, the main thing is that it kind of just went a different direction about halfway through the video. I think the other thing I was thinking about too is that me and Ferris especially are both very like analytical and structured personality wise. So uh, speaking of your new free to play farming guide, mm -hmm. you changed that up a little bit. You had, it was, I think it was, uh, it was more structured and I, I really liked it. We watched it earlier today actually. I think a big part of your new free-to-play farming guide is you're sending people on the executor journey, right? Yeah. Do you have any thoughts or any um, concerns yet, like how the new Sith capital ship is going to uh, affect that path is for going for executor? I actually released a video on that two days ago because um, people were asking me. You know, I literally had people in chat and in, in, in um, on streams like. Hey, is 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 my executor farm now dead? And I had people, I had a couple of people like, yeah, I think it's six months. Executor is useless. And I'm like, what do you? What? Hold on. Are they crazy? Let's, let's back up a minute here. Um, you know, I, I don't think it changes anything. I really don't because. Oh, me neither. Yeah, the you know the um. Oh, now I forgot the name. What's the name of the new? 
Leviathan. The, the Malgus ship. Yeah, <laughs> the Leviathan. So, Leviathan, yeah, the Leviathan yeah. is only going to be able. And, and I, w- I went through this in the in the video, and I, I kind of did a uh, a diminishing return chart table in there, just based on uh, my eyeball. And I don't have any specific data. I'm um, not the gerbil here with all this data. He's a great guy. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. But I just, I, I, I don't think anybody that's under Kyber two. He's got to worry about uh, the Leviathan for at least six months. There'll be a, there'll be a few thrown in. You can't, you know, but for the most part, if you're not dealing with whales and krakens, you know, you're not going to see this thing until six months, nine months, twelve months, you know, down the road, because people are people ha- are not going to be getting that red crate. You know, mid gamers, early gamers. I think until you get to around it's so six gated. Million. Yeah, it's so gated. Right. Like there's no. It's it, people have been asking us, "Oh, what do you think about the early game for Sith?" And I'm like, "Why are you even thinking about no. it? You shouldn't even think about this ship until you're four plus million, and even then, like five plus million, because it's just outrageous to even consider it right. is going to have any impact on anybody but the late game." You know, interestingly enough, one of our listeners brought to our attention this supposedly free to play account that pulled out Mag or Malgus at like one million GP because they saved crystals and bought him with crystals. Yeah. No, um, and I, outside of something insane like that, you're, you're, yeah, you're not going to see it super early game. My my critique of Executor is, I think the early game isn't going to change too much. It's just, it's not going to, it's not going to last you as long anymore. Um, you know, where where maybe Executor was going to last you a year and a half to two years before, maybe now it's only going to last you a year to a year and a half. Shit, it used to last then, it for forever. Right, I, that's it was, what I'm saying. That was all it, it, was, it now yeah. has a time clock on it. It, yeah. now, it, do, it doesn't last forever anymore. It's going to have a shorter time clock of its efficiency, so it takes a little bit of a bump yeah. downward, but not not significantly, I don't think. No. And not for a while, because, I mean, you still got to get $4 million before you're even getting these gated right. conquest tunes. And that's before you start on them. And that's behind another ship, behind a whole bunch of other ships that we don't even know how we're going to get. It's just preposterous to even think that it's going to matter. The, the one thing I will say, as part of your free-to-play farming guide, I believe you do recommend Malik and Revan, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I do think this, I know there's some people that are more hesitant to, I think the three of you included, to not recommend Revan early. But I think this makes it more of like, you know, you're going to need your Sith team down the road. So it, I think it's smarter now. Plus my inner guild leader is like, please, we need those for platoons. So farm it. But I just one thought on that. You know, with the Crate Dragon Raid coming, um, the easiest team for people to farm in early game is going to be the Old Republic and, and Jedi Knight Revan um, yep. to get for that raid. And we'll see how it, how it functions in the raid. But if you just want to be able to participate, that's going to be your lowest hanging fruit. And then, you know, Darth Revan and Malak kind of go hand in hand with that, whether, whether you do it immediately or down the road. So, you know, just a thought. I agree with the Jedi Knight Revan being not only useful for the crate raid, but just such a good team yep. in so many areas that it its value is... It's just a the crate raid's a benefit. How yeah. do you know? Oh, based <laughs> off of my experience watching other people. <laughs> so, Nooch, I have I have a question for you, and it's kind of um, changing the topic a little bit. But you recently just put out a video um, for double drops. Yeah. And we have a ton of members who are like, "How do I do double drops? How do I start hoarding? I need to start. When do I start hoarding?" I we saw some people like, "I'm going to start hoarding like two weeks yeah. away or, or oh three weeks God. out." Oh my God. And so there's just I think there's not a ton of good, solid information. So do you want to kind of go over that video a little bit and kind of give us the synopsis and what your thoughts are? Sure. Let me pull up the graphic here so I've got it in front of me. Um, 
you know, the, the deal is, and I had, the, I had the exact same thing. I had people in my Discord and my streams were like, you know, last week, I'm hoarding now. And it's like, well, yeah. yeah, there's a, you know, there's diminishing returns here. Like, if you don't really do much farming for the next three weeks with your energy, getting double drops is just, it's just a, 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 a I don't know, what's whatever the chemical release is in your brain that makes you feel good. It, dopamine. Yeah, it's just a dopamine release that doesn't that actually one. benefit you at all. It's just something that you did to make you feel good. Um, and by the Man. way, if you save up all of that energy, if you save up too much energy, you're going to have to spend a bunch of crystals to spend it anyway. Um, well, no, you aren't. No, you aren't. Never mind. But scratch that. It's, it's, yeah, well, it's still Isn't like, there a cap on energy, though? Isn't that the big deal? There, yeah, no. I mean, you're not getting that passive energy. Yeah, you, yeah, you, you're going to miss getting your passive energy all day long for three weeks or whatever it is. So really what Which it is, comes down to, and, and I think everybody should watch the video, I didn't get into deep, and this is probably a mistake, I probably should have, like, talked a little bit about, about exactly how double drops work, because people did start asking me, like, what is this, how does it even work? But I kind of wanted the assumption that most people have, like, thought about this or attempted it at some point but really with may 4th coming you shouldn't even start hoarding your energy until the earliest the 29th of april and really the first and second of may is when you should start you know start to hoard that energy and build it up and do your refreshes and, and keep that energy because then you don't sacrifice one two three weeks of farming getting up to the double drops and and you get the most benefit out of, out of the whole event right and there's so, it, it, I tell people what you should be hoarding is crystals so that you can use all your 50 energy yeah. refreshes everywhere yeah. and your cantinas because that's like 1,100 crystals a day if you just do the baseline of everything. You want to be ready for those double drops then. And if you want to do hundreds, that's fine, but you're basically breaking even. You're, you're not, sa you're not getting, gaining anything from saving for multiple weeks. Right. Other than what you said, like the dopamine. I save for a day and a half, maybe two before double drops, because there's, like you said, diminishing returns. We need to be able to. It's it's only double drops, so it's it's not it's not insane. It's just good. We did bring up actually kind of a cool topic though that that made this really good timing for double drops, which is the raid blackout window. Um, normally, if you're going to be hoarding for double drops, you're not going to be getting your 600 tickets a day for your guild. Um, but with the raid blackout, you won't need to. Yeah, yep. won't be a big deal. Yeah, so everybody kinda, gets kind of a pass yes. for this week, yeah. <laughs> so, I got one last... I'm watching, though! <laughs> I got one last question for you, Star Wars Dad. Um, you probably do as many roster reviews as anybody, I would say. Like, maybe besides AP Gains, like when he was streaming every single night. But what's, like, to like a pretty new player, what's, like, the one mistake, or maybe not mistake, but the, the, the wrong path... Or the thing that is overlooked that you see from all these early game rosters that you would tell new players to to course correct on before it's too late. So I have two um, I have two gifts or two little I don't know what you call them anymore gifs gifs memes whatever. Yeah, I'm also an old man. Yeah, so I've got them. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I changed my name to Star Wars Dad a couple years ago for a reason. So here I am. Uh, hey man, I'm I'm like relating real hard here. All right, my 16 year old's on the couch, my 10 year old's screaming in the back. So, um, the two things I see the most, and, and it's it's FYF and it's it's FYM. Uh, FYF is finish your farms, and FYM is fix your mods. Um, it, and, and it comes down to focusing on farms. But, but it, oh my gosh, it happens all the time. One of the things I really rail on the most is. 
people will take the time out of their life, you know, three months of farming to go activate Jedi Knight Revan. And then they'll leave him at gear 10. They'll leave Jolie at gear 9. Oh. They won't put the Zeta oh. there. You're talking about men right now. This I is think I'm getting called out right now. I mean... It, it, Hold on. Well, I yelled at, uh, I yelled at Darth Lokoder about it. He, I, I went on... I was on... When his main account, he's the same thing. It's like, you... Why did you even bother? Why even bother to farm these Old Republic tunes or these Sith Empire tunes if you're going to leave an endgame team just sitting there uncompleted? Um, it happens for CLS a lot. You know, CLS is a is an early game unlock that you you know he's a very CLS himself is a guy you can unlock very early, pretty easily in the game. But when as you move forward and you get Han Solo and you get bounty hunters, so you can get Chewbacca and you can farm uh, Chupio and maybe start thinking about Ewoks. I mean, I see all the time people just sit on CLS and they'll they'll, they'll gear up, they'll relic up CLS while they're working with Stormtrooper Han and all that. And it's like, this feels really good, and it might work really well for you in, in Carbonite 5. But man, just, <laughs> I mean, yep. finish this farm. You know, FYF, finish your farms. And the second one is, holy God, uh, if, you, if you watch my roster review streams, every, I, I am so, I, I get so worn out by mods. And it's, 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 it's really a fun, it's more of a fun game at this point. But I pull up everybody's mods right. and look at them, and... Man, yeah. I see some bad mods. I mean, bad, bad mods out there. Man. You are preaching to the choir we, here. We did a mod stream, and, and, and we love our members in Illum. They're all great, and, and they all have wonderful qualities. But there's guys <laughs> that, man, they didn't realize, you know, that you, there was a, an advanced function on mods. And uh, <laughs> oh, no. they're 9 million GP. 9 million GP. It's crazy. I mean, they, they said, how do I farm mods? And, like, this is one of those things we've talked about before in a couple other podcasts is, like, ignorance is what mods is really... The problem with mods is that people are just ignorant. It's not that they're dumb. It's not that they... It's just that they're not explained in the game worth a damn. And it's just... It's good to have people constantly looking to improve them. And, yeah, I would agree. That's a big problem. I think the big thing is... uh, Big thing for me with mods is it's so hard to play catch-up. If you're behind... Like two years worth of mod farming, like you are in such it's it's so hard to come back from that. The I, I agree with that, and um, I don't know what I was gonna say. I had something to say, then it left me. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gotta defend myself oh. real quick because you said finish your farms. So about the Darth Revan. No, no, no. So wait, look, you're not gonna I, defend I remember what I was gonna say. I remember. I don't care about your Darth Revan. You do whatever you want to do. So look, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know the. Um, uh, Oh, now I lost it again. What was, I, I, I'm telling you guys, you're, you're killing me. Back this is this is my 50 year old brain struggling to come up well, with. Um, while you're thinking of it, maybe to save yourself time on your own stream, do you want to just tell people how to properly mod Commander Luke Skywalker? Because I feel like you spend oh, about 45 minutes a night explaining so, this. So okay, Holy and I know what I was going to say. If you're confused about mods, go watch my mods 101 video. I've got another video called How to Fix Your Mods. Just those two videos themselves, I've gotten so much feedback that they've helped people so much. And the other thing I would say is, if, if you're confused about the game, you want to learn stuff, jump on a roster review stream. And even if you don't get a roster review, every single roster that is looked at by myself or Darth Locator or anybody that's doing it is a roster review for you to help you get better at the game. So pay attention to all of them as you're going. Um, that's a good, that's a really good point because just because you don't see yours that you're still looking at 
good rosters, bad rosters, middle rosters. Exactly. And, and you know, even without like taking notes and being studious about it, if you just watch it enough, it, it, it's all going to sink in. Um, but yeah, CLS mods. Holy God, I am so tired. <laughs> you know, Chupio, Chupio's second unique shares the leader, the team leader's stats, 40% of the stats mm-hmm. with himself and 20% of the stats with the rest of the team. If I got that right, I think that's right. Uh, yeah. it sh- regardless, he shares significant stats. And those stats are health, protection, offense, defense, potency, and tenacity. Mm-hmm. I... S- I-, I- it's at least 50% of the time. It's a speed set on CLS. It's a crit damage set on CLS. It's like, guys, you are, you are, you are nerfing your rebel team by, by doing this. Um, One of the best teams in the game. Yeah, it, it's it, to this day, you know, once Chupio came out, it is an end game team. It beats gas. I mean, that is, it, it can beat the Revens. It beats the pretty much anything except Galactic Legends at this point. And even cleanup on Galactic Legends, it's useful for it. does yep. so much. It's a defensive stopper if you're in that situation. There's just too much that that team does. And yeah. don't nerf it by modding CLS wrong. I've got, I've got a short out there on how to mod CLS. I've got videos on that. I have a lot of information on how to mod CLS. The only exception I can see there is you could put a crit damage triangle on them because it, at, at, what is it, 42% maxed out, that's probably that might be a little more valuable than sharing, you know, four percent offense with the rest of the team or whatever it is. But the rest of it should all be offense and tenacity. That's how the biggest players are doing it. And one more tip for anybody who's listening: if you don't know how to mod your characters, just go to swgh.gg, look up your characters, and click on best mods, and it's right yep. there. It is right there in front of your face. And the big thing about the reason you mod this character for tenacity too is like that's another thing that works with CLS's whole team is that when they resist debuffs, there's turn meter gain and stuff. Like, there's so much about this team that is dependent not just on the mods but on the specific sets that help them go on their on their rampage. Ferris, you have a quick question before Mr. Dad gets out of here. Yeah, so for those of you who are listening and who want to see some of these videos that uh, Star Wars Dad's been talking about, we're going to be linking a bunch of his videos um, in the bottom of the podcast, um, so you can go check those out. Um, mm-hmm. I just have one one final and lasting question for you, Star Wars Dad, from all of us, because we're new to this. What is your best advice for a, a new group of, I guess, influencers, you'd call us, or, or content <laughs> oh, creators? Oh, Whatever you want to call us. I'm We're done. We're content creators. <laughs> what is your, what's your biggest piece of advice that you would give um, to us kind of starting out? You know, um, I am almost at my three-year anniversary on the channel, which is crazy. Um, Congratulations. Yeah, thanks, Congratulations. Thanks. Yeah, that's awesome, man. But honestly, the growth really didn't start until November of last year. And I have I have basically um, tripled or quadrupled my subs in the last five months. And my views are, you know, everything is really going up. So the advice I have to give is if you are really enjoying this and you're having fun doing it and it's a great, you know, passion thing for you that, that you love getting together every week and doing this, just keep at it no matter what's going on because there's a, there's a few things involved. One is just exposure. The more stuff that's out there, the more chance you have to get exposure. And and the second part of it, and you guys are really entertaining. And and the second part of it is, um, you know, you got to find your voice. It, it takes time. You and I'm constantly refinding my voice. I, I'm not I'm not right now what I sound like, what I look like, what my videos look like. 
come back in six months. There's going to be a bunch of changes and a bunch of improvements. And I mean, even Arnold went, went through an entire rebrand of his, not, you know, not his channel or anything, but you know, he redid his PFP. He redid the, the graphics. He's wearing the black suit now instead of the white one. So, mm. you know, just keep, if you're enjoying it and you love it, because I'm, I, I love every minute of this, just keep going at it. Um, keep working on, on improvements. Find your voice because there's no substitute for doing it over and over and over again. And and then you find you find those um, uh, those marginal improvements along the way. And then every once in a while, boom, you find uh, something that just escalates the whole thing. I think Min found his voice a long time ago, and we're just. <laughs> I got a few voices. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> I, I think I, I appreciate the uh, the feedback and everything, and 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 we agree. A lot of it is just we have the Senate Alliance, so we have a lot of like exposure instantly because there's 25 guilds in in, the, in our alliance, and we got a lot of people, you know, from top to bottom that that really, you know, they are entertained so far. And uh, then we got moments like these, which are really cool, uh, just to to be able to interact with other community members like you yourself. And, uh, we hope we can do this more. Yeah. Um, hopefully you can come back. Uh, we pre- I, I, I'm really, I'm really grateful that you didn't like take what we said as like mean. We're not, we're not here coming to a podcast to be assholes to people. We are really just giving <laughs> honest reviews. I'm going to review somebody's intro. roster and, uh, probably shit on that too. It's in our intro. We are f- yeah. four unqualified individuals. That's, that is literally our intro to our podcast. So we, yeah, we do not think that we are all high and mighty or better than anybody else. We just enjoy interacting. I'm with pretty high and nah, we, mighty. You know what? We're playing a game. I mean, if we can't if we can't talk smack about it, and and I found I've gotten some really strong feedback in the past that turned out to be a hundred percent right, and it hit you hard at first, and then you look at it and go, you know what? Let me rethink this. Like the graphics I put in my videos now, it was really heavy feedback from somebody that you know do something different and. So I had to look at that. And by the way, I like them. Yeah, I, so far. I'm, I'm really, I'm when I put them together, it takes me a long time. But I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, we we really appreciate you coming on, and this was a lot of fun. Do you have any other uh, last things you want to plug or or shout outs or anything like that? Now nah, check me out on YouTube, Star Wars Dad. Let's have some fun uh, playing Galaxy of Heroes, and then uh, load her homie here in about a week or less. All right, man. Thank you for coming on. We're, you know, everybody go check out Star Wars Dead. His content's really good. It's really fun and it's wholesome, unlike me. True. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And that the brand new free to play farming guide is really good. I think that guide and Locator's guide are like the two best resources out there right now for for new players. So go check it out. Yeah, thanks. I always say Locator and I are are, uh, are like uh, really good foils. He's very super detailed and i'm more of a straight line uh goofball so yeah we, we go really well together all right what did you guys think of that interview i think, I think he came out of it with some really good notes <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think phoenix still sucks <laughs> i thought Although it was the ahsoka trailer today was awesome so oh, i don't think so that good. type of phoenix sucks and, and by oh, today man. i mean did two weeks ago yeah did you guys see sabine yeah, oh, man. Top is she on the list. top ten? Is she on the top ten? Top eleven, my ass. She's she's <laughs> she's moved right on into the top ten. <laughs> I have a thing for colored hair. Okay. Uh, oh uh, oh, is Mara Jade in danger? We'll just have. There's to no see way the that show. hair on Mara Jade's natural. She colors that. We'll just have to see the show. I'm just saying because that rainbow hair and like she was so pretty. Oh my. You know what? I need to watch the trailer again. I'll be back. 
All right. Well, I think that brings us into the meat and potatoes of this episode, which is best Zetas and best Omicrons to get first. Best Zetas and best Omicrons to get first. <sighs> Let's start this off with just saying that we have a lot of um, people early on that they just... The main question you see is, what should I Zeta next? What should I Zeta next? What should I Zeta next? And... And they Depending ask it how you... without you knowing their account. It's like, well, how, You're right. how would I... Right. What... <laughs> what should I say to next? What characters do you I, have? I have a hundred people I have to keep up with, literally. <laughs> I have no fucking idea what you have. I know you told me two days ago, but I, I, 30 other questions were asked. Um, I, but not that it bothers me at all. I love the questions. I love being able to help them. But, so we're going to go through these Zetas um, in a way that... It's based off of our list that we kind of went over to as you build your account last last episode, right? It was, you know, these core teams that we're going to build. So these Zetas and these Omicrons will obviously relate to these core teams. Because why the hell am I going to tell you to get something that we wouldn't even want you to build, right? So we'll start off with some Zetas. We're going to do three groups. We're going to do the Zetas that you just, you get them as soon as you can. Whenever you get this character, and they're the, they're your priority, and then we're gonna do the once you get CLS Zetas, <laughs> which is a little bit later, but it still should be in a reasonable amount of time. I I would um, honestly go as far as to say you should like have the Zeta materials ready for these teams because these well teams, that's a good point you, you know just because you haven't unlocked you know. 3PO or or CLS yet you should you should be ready to Zeta them as soon as they're unlocked probably right right so that that's that's a really great point because these early ones we talk about yeah you're going to be wanting to put, put them on right away but then you get all these done and you, you're like oh well I'm still a month away from CLS what should I do with the Zeta that I have right now that's where you, you get in trouble it. when you start applying Zetas to things that don't need Zetas right there's no problem saving it. I, I, anytime you do later on, you build GLs or something, you're going to want to save all the Zetas for that. So you're sitting there looking at 120 Zetas not being used. Don't let that bother you. It's okay. Yep. You're prepping yourself for you know to have this team come online right as you get it. It is worth it to be able to apply all the Zetas right away. Right. So we'll do the CLS Zetas. And then after we do the CLS Zetas, we're going to do some um, Zetas that are either a little bit later or, or a little bit more... Um, you know, variable, like, dependent on what you end up doing, okay? So we talked about a couple different variants during the um, farm guide. Um, one of them, you know, ITs and some other stuff that we talked about. So this will kind of use a little bit of that and also some other stuff that you might get a bit a bit later. So let's just get into it, and we'll start with the, the first Zetas that we're going to talk about, right? Um, one of our biggest recommendations um, is Darth Vader. Darth Vader was one of the characters that you're just going to get from achievements, and he's just amazing. He's amazing forever, right? And this is the this is one of those Zetas that we can recommend first, and nobody can dispute it, I don't think. And we might, you know, maybe somebody's crazy enough to um, with this second one, but it's just such a good Zeta, and it's Merciless Massacre. This is the Zeta that makes Darth Vader get to attack everybody once, ignore Taunt, and just kick ass, Right? The first time you get Merciless Massacre, you're like, holy shit. Yeah, this it's... turns him into like the, the end scene in Rogue One, spoiler alert, when he's yeah. just massacring everybody. It, this is it's that a, Zeta. It's aptly named. Yeah, this is the Zeta yeah. that um, 
everybody kind of makes a meme about whenever you unlock it and they, they'll post like gifts of you squashing cockroaches or whatever because this is the this is the zeta that allows vader to be able to solo geos right Allegedly. well this is the zeta that that starts that first that process right right I'm, um, it still it still remains to be seen if uh, he can beat El Poggle now, but um, oh, I'm pretty sure he can. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he can. Okay, so I, from a from some people in Narshada, actually, this one guy he took on an El Poggle, but it was it was with Emperor Palpatine, Mar Jade, and Vader, and like the whole team. So I think it's still. I mean, they get a lot of speed, and these these Geos were a little bit slow. But he still was able to do it, and I think that's possible. But it's not going to be soloing it no more. I don't think that's yeah. really an option. But it's that's just... only in territory war. So I mean, obviously, still in GAC, mm-hmm. um, you're still going to be pretty solid. Yeah. I mean, Which, Vader... I think you're going to be varied results. I think matches that used to be close, you're not going to win now. Matches that you were winning pretty handily are going to be pretty close now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely it has shifted things in the favor of the Geos, but. There are still times you're. I mean, it, it, the weird thing about being G, beat, beating Geos is like, it's not a war of attrition. It's all or nothing. You either kill them or you yeah. get completely <laughs> murdered. Yep. Um, yeah, you can't think. Oh, maybe I'll get another turn. No. Yeah, you don't go into the Geo fight and you're like, oh, I hope I kill Poggle this round. No, it's like you kill the whole team or you kill no one, basically. Yeah, right. I'll tell you what happens. Right. You sit there and you go, maybe I won't get ability blocked. Maybe I won't get ability blocked. Maybe I won't get ability blocked. Maybe ah shit. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and I think you know the Opago thing, which we'll talk a little bit about Omicrons later. But the Opago thing is going to have a, a a different effect, also. All right, it's not just that they're going to be stronger in TW. People are going to invest in them more now. When they already had them gear twelve, they're going to think, oh, maybe I should, you know, give them a few relics now that I got Opago. Yeah. And, and by the way, I I know that most people probably understand what we what we mean when we say Opago. When we say Opago, Omera. Oh, Phasma, what we're referring to is the version of that character that has the Omicron. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Opoggle right. means Poggle with the Territory Wars Omicron. Yeah. Right. But I Which think, will, um, we'll but the thing with the, the Merciless Massacre is, is and, and later we'll talk about his other Zeta that greatly helps Merciless Massacre really be able to lock in Geos, um, is you're able to take a relic, a relatively low relic Vader, like I mean, I was doing it as early as Relic 3 and having good success at that Relic level. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're able to take a relatively low Relic Vader and solo Gear 12 Geos. Some Relic Geos, depending on how they're modded. The biggest thing mm-hmm. you have to worry about is the speed. Um, you have to go first. That's the only way you're winning is if you go first. You can check your enemy speed. You can look at your own yes. stats. Like, do it. Yes. There's no That's reason the only not way you're to winning check the, it. The solo Vader versus Geo battles if you go first, because you go first, you open with Merciless Massacre, and then you just hit them a whole bunch, and you win. Mm. Um, and if you need a little... One of the little... things to keep in go mind ahead. is um, having Emperor Palpatine in with Vader as the Emperor Palpatine lead can make that fight a little bit easier because Vader gets to Force Crush once before he Merciless Massacres, and that gets yep. another set of dots on them. Uh, and right. that that honestly can be the difference between winning and losing as well. So, and then I think you're struggling. About to say, if you're ahead, struggling no. with Vader uh, beating Geos, throw in Emperor Palpatine as the lead. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe he needs his Zeta in order for that to work. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Recall. The other thing you can do if you don't have Palp or if he's not available, like I have Palp with Star Killer, so I can't do that. 
Um, Vader, if Vader is the lead, he gets extra speed with any Empire in there. So throw in, you know, throw in Tarkin, throw in Inquisitors, right. throw in anything. As long as they're Empire, he's going to get Mara Sith Jade. as well. Sith as well. It's he's Empire or Sith. Um, so you can throw in like like you can throw in like shitty Sith and shitty Empire like Gear Eight, Gear Nine, Gear Ten doesn't matter as long as they're there. He gets more speed. They're literally just there to give Vader more speed. Right. So Merciless Massacre is amazing, and you should get it as soon as you get Vader. Once you get Vader, put him to seven stars. With once you get all the achievements that give you the <clears throat> the stuff, and then just push him right up as high as you can. He's great. Um, he should be so, your first relic. We, we've already. He should. About he that. should. And so we're. <clears throat> excuse me. We're going to go on to the next one, which is the exact opposite of what we were just talking about, which is the Geonosian Brood Alpha, which is the thing that Vader is there to squish, right? And we talk about both of these together because they're almost, they're almost equal as as in quality of what they bring to these characters. Darth Vader isn't Darth Vader until you get Merciless Massacre. The Geos are not the Geos until you get Queen's Will, because Queen's Will is what summons the Brute. Bef- you know, right away, the Brute starts with a taunt. That's a pre-taunt. If you can get a character with a pre-taunt, I mean, you're, you're, it's a safety measure. It keeps you alive. You don't have to worry as much. And, and Brute taunts forever. The other cool thing about Brute is that he is a parallel to GBA, which mm-hmm. is Geonosian Brute Alpha. So if you end up relicking Geonosian Brute Alpha, guess who else gets relicked, right? Is 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 uh, Brute. So Queen's Will is super important. It's it's not just important for the Geos in Territory War or GAC or... It's important everywhere. Once you get to the Watt mission, if you don't have this... Um, if you don't have the Zeta, you're not Watt ready. That's right. just it. That's, yeah. there's, there's nothing you can do. You die first. Like you start the match, you immediately die, and then you go, I don't know what happened. I didn't have the Zeta. You fucking, what were you doing? <laughs> um, so this is a crucial Zeta. It's not an optional Zeta. And, and to be clear on this one, <clears throat> this is the unique. This isn't the lead. Geonosian Brood Alpha has two Zetas. One of them is absolutely required. The other one is a luxury, which isn't a bad one. It's a great one. It's just that, you know, when you're early on trying to determine, you know, how you're going to appropriate these resources, Queen's Will is the one you want. Mm-hmm. We didn't okay. we didn't also say that about Darth Vader, by the way. His is not the lead either. It's called Merciless Massacre, and it, it's also not the lead. Yeah, right. As a matter of fact, Darth Vader's lead has a Zeta that you don't bother with early on. At, you don't even think about it. He's got three Zetas. You care about two. Once you're really fat and luxurious with a, your bigger account, you can you can apply the third. As I say, I wouldn't even call it a luxury Zeta. That's like a Zeta that, it, personally, I only put it on just to put when I was bumping up my small account to try to get to four million GP because he's a a pilot. Like <laughs> you just don't ever need him because you typically, if you're using him in the lead, he's nine times out of ten he's solo. And then if you're not right. using him in the lead, you don't need his lead Zeta. So. Yeah, and Vader just goes to so many different places later. Like he ends up with either Afra or, or, or you know Star Killer or whatever you do. He's never really the lead, like you said. It's just n- and it never is the lead. It's not like important. Yeah. Um. But but the GBA Zeta is the I would argue to say, and I'm sure you guys wouldn't disagree with me. That the Geo team is pretty garbage without this Zeta. Yeah, you have to be really fast otherwise, yeah. and and then you can summon the brute. But like, damn, that's not only taking up a turn. You're also 
you have to have great mods, which is, you know, early on, you're having to build depth. And early on, you don't have great mods. Yeah. You barely you have mods. <laughs> yeah. One of the cool things about GBA and his brute, or her brute, I guess. I um, say her to a lot of things that I don't know if it's right or well, not. Well, it's Queen's Will, so I assume... Yeah. I don't know. Who don't knows? Know. Can't tell with those bugs. Yep, but, I don't uh, see the thorax. One of the... <laughs> <laughs> nice. One of the cool things about the how the the speed scales on GBA and Brute is um Brute's speed scales off of GBA's speed, but it actually at a certain point after you get I forget what it is, it's after you get up to up, up above like 260 speed or something like that. Um Brute ends up scaling better than GBA. Yeah. And so Brute can get really? actually really yeah, fast after fast. a certain point. Yes. That's um, cool. I, I've always had just G12 Geos, so I, I never really pushed them any further. Yeah, so, I mean, cool. at, at a certain point, if you get, like, a 300-speed um, GBA, like, Brute could be, like, 330 or something. Like, it, it gets it gets pretty fast. I don't remember the exact calculation, but there's a break point in which uh, Brute ends up scaling faster than GBA with the speed you get off of GBA. And that's what so. kind of goes back to my point about checking speeds with Vader when you go to counter Geos, is sometimes the... If they're good enough geos, they can actually be sneaky, and your brute will be faster. But if you go to actually look at the the actual tunes and the you won't you don't see the brute. So you're looking at speeds and you're like, oh my, you know, let's say my my Vader is 290 and the GBA is 280. Well, 290 is faster than 280, but maybe the brute is actually 300 or something like that because mm. of the way it scales. It, it's kind of sneaky in that way. Right. <clears throat> yeah. So it's another great team. Obviously, one of the teams we talk about a lot. We love it. Um, Geos are low investment, high high uh, return. This is a Zeta that you really get a lot of value out of, right? All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump in real quick just to correct what I just said. I got it completely wrong. Uh, Brute, Brute is faster than GBA up until 216 speed. Then they scale slower. So oh. it's the other way around. Um, Brute speed is 216 plus... 15% of GBA's speed. So at, at a, I don't know where the breakpoint is, but um, it's the other way around. So okay. ignore okay. what I just said. That was completely wrong. Uh, Brute, hey, Brute we're is faster all wrong earlier. sometimes. You know, <laughs> it's nice. It's nice that when you're wrong, you can come back and say, "Oh shit, I didn't want to give you bad information. I'm sorry." <laughs> um, so yeah. Anyway, uh, just get the fucking Zeta anyway and uh, kick their ass <laughs> as uh, the bug stompers. Yeah, is that really an optional Zeta? You just get it. Yeah, you just get it. Uh, the next one we're going to talk about is uh, another team that we love. Um, it's so our much. queen. She's she's really a wonderful, wonderful woman. She's done so much for the Empire and the Resistance and Ilum. Um, Iden Versio has a Zeta and an Omicron, which we'll talk about the Omicron later. But the Zeta is the first one you get, right? It's it's first in, last out. So that's I, I I'm gonna kind of name these Zetas because you can get confused on what, what is, you know, what. So, first in, last out is a really strong Zeta, and it's for a team that is a low investment, and it's, <laughs> it gets so many holds. We've talked about her so many times. This Zeta is kind of the defining point of, of Aiden because it, it's also what tells you that you can't use non-droid Imperial, you have to use only non-droid Imperial troopers. They can't be leaders. And whenever Aiden dies, she's revives with 100% health and protection. If there is at 
any other Imperial Trooper ally. This is the this is the Zeta for Aiden. Mm-hmm. This is what makes her low investment high return, right? Is because she is invincible essentially until everyone else dies. You get Aiden, you get the Zeta. You don't question it. You just do it. It's so fucking good. Yep. You go up against an Aiden and you. You, you kill her 15 times, she's still alive because you got Death Trooper or Shore Trooper dicking around over here. She is great. Um, she's going to get you holds in GAC. She's going to get you holds in Territory War. That's pretty much her, her main focus. And she's one of those teams that is almost strictly PvP, right? So we, we're going to have a lot of focus for her PvP, which is what this is for. I um, I actually think she should be your first Zeta. I know we kind of disagree about that a little bit, but... I think if you follow the path of leveling to 60 and then hyperdriving there, you're going to have Aiden 7-star a long time before you have Vader or GBA 7-star, or Bosk for that matter. So yeah. th- this was the first Zeta I did on the last account that I leveled, and I was extremely happy with it. Yeah, that's, that's that is the thing point. is we, we didn't really mention it. Is, um, we, recommend, you know, we recommend Vader as being your first Zeta... Um, Darth Venom recommends Iden because it all depends on really when you get these characters and mm-hmm. when you get them to a point where the Zetas make sense. I mean, right. Darth Vader, you can't even farm. You only get him from achievements. So if you're really slow on completing achievements, you may not have Darth Vader until you already have seven star GBA and Iden. Um, right. And, and so you really, we are recommending these kind of Zetas as these should be some of your first Zetas. Right. Um, We're putting them in the order of what we think is the best, but right. it just depends on what you it get. It depends on your account. Like, if you if you have a seven-star Aiden and a team that goes with her, but you only have a five-star Darth Vader, your Zeta should you probably put it on. go on Aiden and not Darth Vader. <laughs> yeah, I would say so, yeah. So, uh, Aiden's, I would put Aiden's Zeta, I'm sure, uh, obviously Darth Vader agrees, I would put Aiden's Zeta on the same kind of level as Merciless Massacre for Darth Vader kind of depending on your roster um in the way that it like defines the character the t- right? like, like it's just like the gba zeta and the fact that yeah, the team really doesn't work without the zeta. yeah yeah she's I, pretty squishy if she doesn't have the zeta because then yeah. you just kill her and then she's dead yep and then yeah you know even if you win the fight if she, you know she's dead then she's just not going to get 15 holds anymore yep man you guys i just realized this is this is a fucking travesty I don't have the Zeta on Aiden on my on my Elm account. Oh my goodness! <laughs> what are you doing? What? So I did have the Zeta on Aiden on my first account, but when I whenever I uh, this account got taken over, um, Aiden. Let's just say I have it now. If you, this say, if you don't list? apply that by the end of the podcast, you may not be. It's on the already next applied. I already applied it. <laughs> I already applied it. I'm screenshotting you applying it right now, so we can mock you about it. <laughs> 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 And you know what's crazy? I think she got like four fucking holds last TW. No Zeta. No shit. What the fuck was she doing? Listen, what were they doing? Listen, you're, you're uh, they talking, probably you're talking assumed, against the point we just made. They probably assumed that she was Zeta, so they didn't attack her. <laughs> they had PTSD from the 30 holds. Yeah, they're like, oh, the shit, did you items. see those other ones? We so, just spent seven. Aiden is also kind of the first introduction to kits that you should read. So men kind of get on <laughs> Um, because if you don't read her kit very closely, you will put the wrong team with her, and it will negate her Zeta. So her Zeta <laughs> reads, if no other allies have the leader tag, and all allies are non-droid Imperial Troopers. So that's that's the thing. I see this all the time in GAC, where someone will put Aiden with Dark Trooper. 
Yep. Or, or Moff put, Gideon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, or Iden with Gideon. And it's like, you just ruined that whole team. It's it's a free win if they do that. It's not yeah. a threatening team at all. You just kill Aiden and yeah. it's over. So we we kind of make fun about how we, we don't read kits, but read the kits. Like Especially nowadays, the kits are getting more and more complicated. You have to yeah. read the kits. We do read the kits. The thing is, is that you early on when you start this game, there's a lot of fucking literature to read, right? Like... You're like, okay, I'm, I'm going to learn these kits. And you get, you get a lot of teams, and you're trying to learn them, and it gets confusing. But as the, as the more you play it, and you start learning these characters, and you start getting a little bit better at understanding the game as a whole, then reading the kits becomes a little easier, right? Because, like, man, when you first started, and it says, like, all – go try to read a fucking uh, GL kit, at, at, and you just started the game. I don't know what the fuck half the shit's going on. I don't know what... And they all got their own special, unique little abilities and stuff. So as you go on, it's easier to read the kits. But you still want to, like... If you're building the team up, take a look at it. Just kind of go through it at least. Some people don't even read it at all. <clears throat> well, because early on, early on, you think... Okay, I have Aiden. She's a really good leader. But Dark Trooper is a really good Imperial Trooper. If you don't have Piet and Veers for it to go... With, but you're like, man, that I've heard Dark Trooper punches like crazy, and mm -hmm. that dude can like, and he can really wreck teams. You you want to put Dark Trooper with Iden because those seem like a good couple. Uh, that dude punches up four times. He literally punches four up. four time punches up. So no, honestly, uh, can you imagine? Really can you imagine how good Dark Trooper would be with if he worked with Iden? Oh my god. It's just, there's a reason that he doesn't. And I'm kind of glad that he doesn't. The way they built Aiden, I think, was one of the best designs. Because they took a character and they said, alright, we're going to make, we got these shit characters that are going to be great now. You know, nobody was using half the troopers. They were using the, the troopers with, with Veers and that was it. There wasn't a second team. But she came in and like changed it completely. It was, it was really awesome. They kind of do that a lot, though. I mean, they did that with Zori. They've done that with a few other ones as well. Yeah, right. So right, they they have definitely done that a lot. I'm not I'm not saying this is a, this is an exclusive moment, but I think it's really cool that Aiden came in and she was just she was an early game tune. A lot of stuff they release is for like the late game player, right? A lot of stuff they release is like oh, it's 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 for the person that has been you know they're eight million GP. But Aiden came out and it was like, you could do this from the beginning. You can get this early and it kicks ass. It doesn't have to be strong. You don't have to invest a lot and it's fun. Um, so I just, I like that character. Um, so those are kind of our top three interchangeable as, as you get them, right? G Darth Vader, Geonosian, Brudalpha, Aiden, Versio. We're going to now go to one of the other super strong characters. Um, I think this is... This is a character you always farm for multiple reasons, right? He's, he's one of the... the he's, he's a pilot. His name is Bosk. Bosk, mm. the bounty hunter. He has a lizard head, so <laughs> you can tell who he is right away. Um, so Bosk is great. He's got two Zetas. They're both great, but you don't have to get both of them, right? You, you can get one of them. Um, I'm thinking... I, I think we labeled Tar Tardoshian Rage here, but I thought I I, I kind of prefer the. Um, Wait, what'd you call it? Trandoshian Rage. Okay. Did I say it wrong? You I did say something different. Okay, uh, but I I kind of think the leader ability is is the one I would pick. Um. Either way, uh, so Trandoshian Rage gives Bosk taunt, 
and when he loses taunt, he gains taunt right away from if the if the weakest enemy has protection. So it's just kind of like a constant taunt, keeps boss keeping you alive. Um, no, I think you're right. I think we 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 may have mislabeled that. I think we do prefer the lead. The lead is what it constantly heals your bounty hunters, right? So yeah, whenever so every an time enemy you suffers get a debuff, a debuff. Um, every time the enemy suffers a debuff or they resist a debuff, all your bounty hunter allies recover five percent health and protection. So yeah, the bounty hunters are all about dealing debuffs. They're they're similar to like uh, dark side or most dark side tunes like Empire and Sith. They're all about inflicting debuffs. So basically, no matter what, whether you land those debuffs or they resist the debuffs, your your team is healing the whole time. So um, yeah, so yeah, I, yeah, I think it is the on the on the hunt is the one that we. That's the one I got first. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like that one's really strong. Bosk is really strong. Again, <clears throat> both the Zetas are amazing. So you want both of them because um, we talked about Vader and he 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 has a ship, but more so than him, um, you want Bosk to be strong because yeah. as strong as he is, his ship is even stronger. We've already talked about how Houndstooth is probably one of our favorite ships in the game. It's the best tank ship in the game by far and away, um, mm -hmm. and so. By applying the Zetas, by having good mods, by having Relic Bosk, you're just making his ship even stronger. Right. Yeah, so I, I put the list together, and I, I intentionally picked Trandoshan Rage, um, because Bosk is nothing if he's not taunting. Though His whole purpose on that team is to taunt and keep damage off the other bounty hunters. I, I actually prefer that one. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Um, I think they're both good. I, I think mm -hmm. him taunting is necessary for that team to succeed. It doesn't really matter if... Like, you know, the, the thing that can really kill bounty hunters is when the other team is used, like, abusing turn meter and things like that. And if, if mm -hmm. Bosk isn't taunting, those kind of teams are going to completely wreck bounty hunters. And it doesn't matter if they're able to give protection and stuff out if they're never getting a turn. So yeah. I, I agree that On the Hunt is good. I personally think Trandoshan Rage is the more important one to get first. But I think that sounds like that's up for debate. Yeah, I think it's a good debate to have, and I and I don't think you go wrong either way. Boss is great, his ship is great. You're eventually going to want them both anyway. Um, just depends on how you play it, right? Um, if you have any intention so, on building a bounty hunter team, just apply both. Yeah. So the next one we're going to go to is a character that you unlock through a journey. So it we did a few right away that you can get kind of either early or through other stuff um, like achievements. But this one is through a journey that you got to get five Jedi to get. And it's Grandmaster Yoda. And the one that we um, choose to you kind of like think that you should... He's got a couple, right? Um, so you want to get his Battle Meditation. Battle Meditation gives you... Oh, man, it's so good. So it's already good before you get the Zeta. But then when you get the Zeta, that's when you gain Foresight for two turns. You get 50% turn meter chance on, on the ability that it already is, which it's just a long thing. I'm not going to read the whole fucking thing out. And an additional 10% turn meter for each living Jedi ally. So it's a, it's essentially giving you a 90% turn meter and Foresight um, based off the, just the rest of the ability. It's such a strong ability. Uh, you just... He, he, you want it right away. It shares all of the buffs 
I believe. Um, it grants each each ally every non-unique buff. Yeah, that's that's count. the big thing, and that's not really the Zeta. That's just the move in general. Yeah, that's but not that's the, Zeta, the best right. part about that move is like you, especially so as you build your teams. Ideally, your eventual team will be Jedi Knight Revan, which we'll talk about, uh, Grandmaster Yoda, Bastila, Jolie, and probably Hoda. Well, you basically use Bastila's whatever i don't remember the name of the ability but you it's use just her the, the assist the assist yeah it's the assist ability on grandmaster yoda which gives him a whole bunch of buffs and then mm. he immediately takes a turn and shares those buffs with the entire team so eventually you mm. just gave all those buffs to the entire team yeah it's super strong yeah. man it's i remember doing that when i first got Bastion. i was like holy shit everything's yeah. green so it, the foresight and the 50 percent terminator is just kind of icing on the cake yeah, you're already going to be sharing some good buffs with the team, but mm-hmm. giving foresight out to the whole team, like once every like three <laughs> turns, is just so powerful. Yeah. It's what makes like fighting against Grandmaster Yoda so annoying. It's like, <laughs> you know, you could have, you know, this uh, dark trooper punching up, but if you're attacking something with foresight, it's not going to do any damage. So yeah, unless you have a right. team that can hit through foresight, you're constantly missing, and it's frustrating. Well, like Inquisitors, right? right? Yeah. <laughs> No. no. Come on, guys. I'm trying to get everybody hyped for it. Okay, well. Hey, I'm fucking hyped for Inquisitors. I hate them so fucking I'm much, for but I want to kick people's ass. Yeah, I'm hyped yeah. for Reva in the game. I hate Reva more than any character in this whole goddamn fucking universe. Same. Peace. I, I, could just, I could just rage on her for another ten minutes. We don't have time for that. we got to get to the top ten. Reva ain't there. Um, I don't like her. I don't fucking like that character. She's a she's a pretty lady. The character pisses me off so much I fucking hate it. Anyway, I want Reva. I fucking hate her. I want her. We're gonna kick some ass with this with this team. Oh yeah. I've, so, come, I've come full circle to where I am now excited about it. Right. You went through the program. I did. Right? I did. We I, have the Ray program. We have the Inquisitor program in yeah. Ilum. It you took know? a year, but I've I've landed at acceptance. Except that's, where, oh, that's good. where we all are, because yeah, yep. we're all in acceptance. Us, there was not a one of us in this group that did not hate on the Inquisitors when it first came out. Yeah, and still, yeah, I still hate on them. I'll hate on them right now. Fuck them. But I'm gonna farm. It's the, the way of the game. Out of if you want to continue to play the game, you have to play the game. And when whenever you go up against Ilum and they got 40 fucking stupid Grand Inquisitors up front, and you're like, man, what is this 320 million GP Guild doing? You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna kicking your, your ass mind. is what we're kicking doing. Kicking your ass because you don't know what to do against these bad motherfuckers. All right. Anyway, those are the Inquisitors, <laughs> which we shouldn't be talking about. Ugh. Grandmaster Yoda Battle Meditation. Rock and roll. Get I it. was right? about to say that I don't think you're qualified to talk about the next one, Min, but I I will take that back. <laughs> you know what's crazy? I was about to say I'm not qualified to talk about the next one. I guess I guess I'll talk <laughs> oh, about man. it because you've literally never used it, so No, never. And that's what yeah. I was gonna actually say is I don't know what these are. Can you guys please <laughs> take sure. over? So and the next one me, we're gonna talk about it's a three for one, so you're getting your money's worth. It's uh, Jedi Knight Ravon Esquire. No, that's Private Investigator. Oh, oh I'm yeah, sorry. That's Darth, Darth Knight Ravon. Oh, yeah, so Darth Knight Ravon is the Esquire. Okay, my bad. Oh, I, yeah. I get them confused. They look they look so similar to me. It's vanilla and chocolate, apparently. I, I, I <laughs> that's true. That was awesome. <laughs> Somebody today in our Discord <laughs> referred to them as 
vanilla Revan and chocolate Revan, and I was like, huh. <laughs> I've never heard anything more fitting. I Man, mean, a chocolate Revan, that sounds like a new candy bar. <laughs> yeah. Uh, chocolate, and then I, I think um, I think it was Lab or someone that uh, corrected them and said, you, don't you mean chocolate Revan? <laughs> I'm glad that everybody is finally saying his name right. Yes. Hey, you can get, uh, they make Wampa Flakes now with chocolate chunks of Ravon in there, so. <laughs> so good. So good. Okay, so there are three Zetas. They're all good. Um, I think there's definitely a an order in which you should get them, uh, starting with the leader, which is called General. Um, and basically, this one has a wall of text, um, but basically... This is one that kind of helps when different Jedi are attacking out of turn. So whenever Jedis attack out of turn, they recover 20% of their protection. Um, They deal 35% additional damage. Whenever they use a basic on an enemy that has protection, you reduce their max health by 10%. Um, And all of your guys start with um, basically tenacity up for the turn um, at the start of the battle. Um, and so basically, it's just kind of an overall buff to all of the Jedi in your group. Um, and it's just a strong overall kind of stat sharing bonus. And it's good enough that you start using it instead of Bastila. So Bastila has a really great leader ability as well. Um, it's just not as good as this. As soon as you get JKR, you start putting him in the leader spot over Bastila. It's, it's that good. Um, question, because, uh, I, you know, I'm not... Um, educated on the Revans. Doesn't Bastila have a unique that interacts well with Revan or Ravon as the leader? Yes, I believe Isn't there something... she does. So like does. it's even it's it's Force even bond or something, beneficial. right? <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> um, she so... also has the opposite where she's better against Darth Revan as well, which doesn't really freaking matter because Darth Revan completely destroys this team, but mm. That's where he got the Esquire. Darth Revan was put in this game just to counter Jedi Knight Revan, so. But that's pretty cool. Um, I'll never, maybe, for a long time, get his leader Zeta. That's the only one I didn't get, but cool. So that's his leader Zeta. Yeah, so. What are his other ones? So, um, Bastila's Force Bond, if Jedi Knight Revan is in the leader slot, um, they both have 70% accuracy, potency, and tenacity. So just like kind of just more added bonus stats, which is nice. And the potency is nice on Bastila because she has that whatever thing we're done. Yeah, that stun. Crazy good that you stun. Land. Yeah. Uh, the next one that uh, we'll talk about um, is uh, something that Scurvy's kind of already talked about, um, which is the Savior mechanic, and that happens to be the name of the Zeta as well, Savior. Um, or hey. actually, I take uh, that back. Nope, wrong one. Uh, hero. <laughs> What a fool! Yeah, wrong one. Okay, so yeah, hero is the ability. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't read these like these stat lines in forever, so I got them confused. So hero is actually the name of the next one that we're going to be talking about, um, and basically this is the one that makes Revan immune to stun and ability block, and then all of the other allies in the group also get half of that. Which, if I'm correct, I think they end up getting the full amount or something, or I don't forget how it works. So it's so the way it reads is Jedi Knight Revan is immune to stun and ability block. Revan gains 10% tenacity, health steal, max health, max protection, critical hit avoidance, defense, and critical damage. And then all other light side allies gain half of that bonus. So they gain 5% of that. Um, or, I'm sorry, they don't gain 5 They gain 
So whatever the 10% is that Revan gains, they gain half of that. And then once you get the Zeta, they get the full amount if he's in right. the leader yeah. slot. Yeah, so these bonus, it's basically the Zeta is what adds these bonuses are doubled while Revan is in the leader slot and not in the ally slot. It, it empower, it's not even the leader, but it empowers him even more as a leader. Yeah, and just the ability to be immune to stun and ability block is huge. There's actually oh. quite a few times where that comes into play. Um, there's quite a few different, I mean, even like in territory battle, um, there's a couple times where there's other enemies that are like ability blocking your team and you just need like Revan to be able to take a turn and cleanse all of the ability blocks off the rest of your team. So it actually, it comes in clutch a lot of the time. So that one's really big. Just he's, he's honestly at the, at the beginning, he's one of your big damage dealers. I mean, he's going to be replaced later by things, you know, that are doing a lot more damage than him, like JKL and, and other things. But um, on that early team, he's one of your big damage dealers. So his yeah, he actually, ability um, to not get ability blocked or stunned keeps kind of keeps the damage train rolling. So he actually goes through a mod a mod transformation. Um, so early on in the game, like Fiera said, he is your main damage dealer. Um, Yoda deals a lot of damage because he's constantly being called to assist. But when when you're using the um, early game Jedi Knight, Revan, lead Yoda, Bastila, Jolie, and Hoda, Revan is your main main damage dealer. And then eventually he transitions once you get JML to not he does he's not the main damage dealer, um, Jedi Luke is, so Revan is there for the cleanses so he more needs to be fast and uh, super healthy so he can survive, so he actually right. as your account progresses his mods will change, um, which there's not many which characters fucking that sucks for me yeah because <laughs> I got him modded for fucking offense and shit yeah and the biggest thing when he's under boy. a JML lead you really just want him super fast and you want him to be able to survive. Because his offense comes from JML's. Yeah. Or it comes from JML's so, protection. Quick shout out to the Illum chat. Um, I mercilessly mocked. That's my That was my first Zeta. Merciless mockery. Um, <laughs> mercilessly mocked Manalius for just getting the Zeta upgrade on Aiden. Uh, and one of our one of our guildmates, Burt Boy, responded with, "Not as bad as leaving Xanadu blood at six stars, though. Am I right?" Damn, <laughs> savage. I'm or getting torched. Or as they say yeah, in Star Wars, no. that was savage. That <laughs> was savage. So savage. All right. So uh, the third one is, I would say it's. It, it, I mean, obviously it's third, so we we think it's the least least important of the three, but it's still pretty good. Um, so it, it's a, it's only one of the three abilities that actually is a tied to an ability um, called direct focus, which is kind of I, I won't say it's his best ability because I really like his his AOE ability that cleanses and you know gives turn meter to somebody. But this is this is his quintessential ability, which is his mass assist that death marks a target, um, and it's already doing that before the Zeta, so it's it's already a good ability. Um, what it adds once you get the Zeta is it adds buff immunity to that character, which I, I think as a new player, maybe the, the importance of buff immunity might not make sense. Oh, man. It's so good. So important. Um, there are so many <laughs> annoying buffs like Foresight or um, Protection Up. I think it stops Protection Up, doesn't it? What? Well, it depends on if it's resistible or not. I think like Padme's might be unresistible or something right. like that. But Either way, but it I gets think... rid of all that annoying stuff. Right. I think the the importance of buff immunity cannot be overstated because... I know when I started this game, I if you played like other turn-based games throughout your life, I'm old, so I played you know all the Nintendo ones and shit, and and like turn-based games 
for a long time, buffs weren't really that big a deal. They weren't really important. So I, you kind of build this this old train of thought, and you maybe think that buffs don't matter. This game is about buffs and debuffs. This is your characters aren't doing anything unless you've got buffs and debuffs going on for the most part, right? So you you buff immunity is so insanely strong against so many teams. Uh, just realize that buffs and debuffs are, are one of those parts of this game that you want to you want to pay attention to early on, and just kind of understand what they are because there's a lot of them. So buff immunity can make a huge impact on teams that they're going to get taunts or they're going to get they're going to get some kind of buff that's going to make them faster. They're going to get health steal, whatever it is. You know, it, you you put buff immunity on them, they don't get any of it. The other kind of direct synergy is that the point of this ability is to mark somebody for death. And now you're saying you also can't be buffed, so you can't slow down your inevitable death. So uh, <laughs> by by adding things like foresight or or you know tenacity up or right. anything else that's going to help you live longer. So early on, Darth or sorry, Jedi Knight Revan, he he's going to be or should be your fastest character. And the whole point of him being so fast is this ability right here, because if he is your if he is faster than the enemy team, let's say the enemy team has a has someone like a like a Piet or something like that. Like I mean, this may not be the best example, but somebody who's really fast but is going to open up with an ability that really gets the other team going. Mm-hmm. If your Revan is fast enough, you can jump out in front of that other tune and essentially use this ability on them, which will inflict the buff immunity, but also you're going to stun the target for a turn, which is going to allow your team to get going in front of the enemy team. So this yeah. is really the first character where you are 100%. Fa- I remember this was my fastest character on my in my account for a long time. I mean, he you wants had to all be... your best four dots, huh? Yeah, <laughs> oh, <laughs> he did have all my best four dots, but he wants. Well, I, I mean, upgraded these to five just. He for was you, the first character Ravon. I had over 300 speed, <laughs> um, and he's never been below 300 speed since then. I mean, he is. He wants to be the no fastest beast. character on your roster yeah. when he is in the I w- lead. I would agree. Um, he was my second fastest character behind Piet because yeah, right. because of that reason right there. Troopers are nothing, but um, yeah. it also has a kind of a backup failsafe as well. If um, the the stun can be re- resisted, but if it does get resisted, you still actually reduce or excuse me, you increase all their cooldowns by one, um, which can't be resisted. Right. So even if I mean everything you're trying to do with this ability is to kind of probably focus and and isolate the the biggest threat on the other team yep. try and stun yeah. them give them buff immunity uh, you know death mark them and and worst case scenario you at least increase their cooldown so they're not going to be able to use whatever dangerous ability that you were trying to avoid so it kind of is like right. the anti-carry attack and on top of that you bring in yourself and the entire team to uh, assist on them, so you're probably knocking them down to at least half health with that attack anyway. So it's just it kind of starts the damage train against one of the other uh, one of the other enemy units. We, we it's ordered not uh, it's not death mark, right? It's just regular mark. Yeah, you're just mark. Yeah, yeah, it's just mark. Sorry, it's like it's just, it's I, the oh, yeah, ability to be able to allow your team to bypass the taunt. So right. that's one thing I don't know if we talked about, but Jedi Revan can he ignores taunt like as a whole. Like Jedi Revan can attack whoever he wants at any time. But the this direct focus. <laughs> you ain't taunting me, motherfuckers. <laughs> well, this direct focus allows the rest of your team to ignore taunt. So um, he can attack whoever for a he couple wants. turns anyway. Yeah, for yeah, for two turns. Um, but that's that's the main key is like if you have a persistent taunt on the enemy team, you can uh, mark 
somebody else and then allow your whole team to just go ham on that other character. Um, yeah. So that that's why I needed him for JML. Yeah. <laughs> that's why he got a relic today yep. because. I need to mark people with JML, or I will continue to lose things that I shouldn't be losing. So I think the thing with with um, Revan is we, we kind of ranked his Zetas in in a one two three order, but really he needs all three. There is really no like when you unlock um, when you unlock Jedi Knight Revan, you really need a plan on your next three Zetas being his three Zetas um, because he needs all three of them to be efficient. And once he once he gets all three of them, it's it pays off a lot. I mean, you're not you're not gonna get one of them and and feel like you're not getting what you paid for. Like all three of his zetas work really well together. Um, <clears throat> so those are the Revans, the Ravans, Revan Pi. Um, he's an important fella. Strong, obviously. I think I don't know. I don't fucking know what I'm doing. With Super that. strong. Super uh, strong. Don't be like men. He hits people. <clears throat> his lightsaber is fucking purple. <laughs> Yeah, he's Merle. He's he's great. I think I don't know. I'm five million. I just figured him out. That was one um, of the so- cool things about that Jedi team at the start of the game was um, I had five different Jedi with five different colored lightsabers. So that was pretty cool. Oh, that's yeah. badass! It's like your General Grievous split into fucking mini pieces. Yeah, actually, um, believe it or not, until I, I when I started a relic characters, like I, my first three relics, I want to say were Vader. JKR and JKA, and I was actually running Vader in that team for a little while too, just because oh, he yeah. hit so hard. You mentioned that with your with your raids. Yeah, when I was raiding, I was just like, I'm just gonna throw Vader in here because he just does a shitload of damage, and you know, I don't have yeah. I, it's either that or like Gear Eleven Bastila or something. So, right. So those that's the Revan, you know, three Zetas for a Revan. That's it's you know, sixty Zeta mats. It might be a lot, but it's worth it. He's a great tune with a great team um we're gonna continue now to the to the next couple of zetas we got two more on this like first zetas list and the next one is emperor palpatine's emperor of the galactic empire palpatine is super powerful he's super strong his leader really changes um him up a lot okay the zeta changes him from just being kind of good okay to um being a real powerhouse turns him into the machine gun that he is especially if you have mara jade um she she needs him to have this zeta this zeta makes it to where when a debuff on an enemy expires the empire and sith allies gain five percent turn meter your turn meter train is dependent on this zeta if you have mara jade and you have the palpatine and you have tarkin and you you have these empire you know, teams, and you have maybe you want to throw Invader if you're fighting some big bugs, and you don't have this Zeta, you're fucking, you're fucking up, all right? Because this is what makes the turn meter train go. Once you get this Zeta, you put Mara Jade in there, she starts with her middle ability, man, debuffs are applied everywhere, you throw a grenade, more debuffs, it's just debuff city. Vader's got a squeeze, Tarkin's got shit, everybody's got some debuffs, and then... Palpatine just starts machine gunning, son of a bitches. Yeah. Yep. He's a, he's just a gangster. Pretty awesome. Bah! It's his turn again. Bah, 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 bah. Oh, then Marge Jade has her Zeta, which we can talk about another time, but she's not, you know. But it makes him assist. Bah, 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 bah. Oh, lightning, lightning. Unlimited power. It's amazing. Yeah. He just kicks ass. I remember I didn't have this Zeta for the longest time, and I always, I remember uh, messaging Min one day, and I'm like, man, I feel like. My Empire team is pretty well modded, and they're just not doing anything. And he asked me if I had the, the leader Zeta on Palp, and I said no. And he said, put it on. 
And it was like, it was a freaking game changer because it was like all of a sudden, once you get going, you just don't let the other team attack. Like, that's the best way to win is when the other team can't attack. Yeah, yeah. And you know what the coolest thing is? You take this team into DSGO and, and man, you they never take a turn for four rounds. Nope. You're just zapping and stunning and zapping and slashing and God, you get to see Mara Jade the whole time. <laughs> it's it's great. No one does anything but us. You know, like we don't, we get to do it all. The, yeah. the the enemy team they're just watching us like, can we play? And we're like, no. Yeah. Once you have you cannot play. Once you have Mara Jade, basically, as long as your Mara Jade's fast enough, you can just beat teams and they never move. Yeah, fucking A, it's so fun to play when the other team doesn't get to move. Yep. They're, I love winning, you know? <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's something that's really good, even at low gear, at taking, like, when you're an early account, you'll run into, like, these teams that are high relic, but they're just garbage characters. But yes, they're, like, right. an account that's three times your size, and they've just thrown them there, and it's a problem. So having, like, right. a gear 10 Mara and Palpatine... It's like, okay, do I go faster than them? Yes. Okay, I win. Exactly. It's you don't it, have to hit it. hard. Your offense can be shit, but you're, it's only you attacking. Your other, yep. The enemy doesn't get to attack. You, yeah. It's, I mean, if I can kill you with paper cuts while you're strapped down to a chair, I mean, you're still going to die. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. just going to take a long time. I might even you know invite I mean? Thrawn to get involved. No. Yeah, Thrawn, if no. Thrawn shows up, he better be fucking zero stars and a ghost. Because why are you farming so Phoenix? I why do you have Thrawn? Thrawn on my get out of here! I used Thrawn on my team, and I was... This is obviously pre-podcast, but I was a early Phoenix farmer, so I had Thrawn. Oh, that's right. That's right. So that's I had... And I will say... I, this is no reason to farm Phoenix or Thrawn. Oh, here we but go. But I will say that having Thrawn to be able to A, fracture, or B, pass the turn back tomorrow to get the train basically started all over again is pretty nice. I think we all agree, and we've never, ever, ever said that Thrawn was bad. He's a good character. He's not as good as he used to he, be. He's, he, you know, yeah, maybe not, but he's got so many strong qualities. We've never, I've never thought, like, damn, Thrawn, you're a piece of garbage. I've just always thought you're not necessary. Yeah. That's actually, That's that actually thing. brings up a really good point about our comment about Thrawn, just you don't need him early game. He's a support character, so he's going to fracture and slow down the enemy, and he's going to pass turn to other characters. Well, if you're early game and you don't have any other good characters, then, like, what the fuck does that matter? <laughs> Where's it going? Right. <laughs> yeah, here you go, Gear 7 Farm Boy Luke. Go go at it. Yeah, go again. Like, okay, I'll shoot him. Wow, that didn't do anything. Why did I farm this character? Holy God. Yeah, so, you know, that's that's one of those that you don't really... You know, you don't need him. Again, We, I don't, I don't want Thrawn to be seen as, like, this shitty character. I just think he's one of those characters you get much later. I got him at like 4 million GP on my Narsha Dog count. And the only reason I got him is because I was autoing the battle with my with my Phoenix. And I had like a R5 um, Hera for, for Profundity. And I just kept autoing it. And eventually it happened. And I was like, cool, I needed a bloat to 4 million. So I just upgraded him. That was it. That's the only reason I got him. I don't use him. But <laughs> Ron, right. Right, who's Ron's next? not bad. So our next one, the next one, it's the last one of our top 10, which um, is, is actually, it's a second... Um, it's a second Zeta for a character we already talked about, which is Vader. Um, and it's his second of three Zetas, um, which is No Escape. Um, and I think this just makes him more well-rounded. It's not a, it's not as much of a necessity as Merciless Massacre is, but 
it shores up your weaknesses. One of the things that can kind of trip you up early on Vader is going against teams that have stealth, um, and then you Merciless Massacre, and then you can't hit them because they're stealth. This kind of removes that loophole from the system. Um, and so it does two things that I think are super important. One is that it makes him immune to turn meter reduction, and two, um, whenever he uses Merciless Massacre, it dispels stealth from all enemies. So it just kind of makes him a more well-rounded character with less things that can get in his way. Yeah, but I think this goes kind of back to the... It all depends on where your account's at at the time. Like, let's say you have 7-star Vader, um, he's Relict, and you're you're countering bugs with him, but you're still working on the Rex for Genonite Revan, you're not quite there yet, but you have the Zeta mats, go ahead and apply this Zeta. This Zeta is really going to help you when it comes to applying, uh, fighting Geos and other things, because, like Fierce just said, the stealth, the stealth thing. So Spy on the Geo team is typically stealthed. So this allows you to pull him out of stealth and allows you to hit him, and spy on the geo team is the biggest damage dealer so you want to go ahead and right. you want to get rid of him as fast as possible so right and you want to be able to hit him when you do merciless massacre if you can't hit him then that's the problem you know exactly. you're, you're missing a whole a whole like cooldown reduction turn i personally feel like yeah. these two merciless massacre and no escape should go together that's how i applied mm. them i i applied merciless massacre and right after i applied no escape um because it it Although Vader does work with just Merciless Massacre, it really shores him up having no escape. Yeah, it really it really changes him, makes him a lot stronger. It's one of those that you, you don't realize until you get it, and you're like, holy shit, this changes his character. Well, you read it, and it doesn't seem like it does all that much. I mean, mm. the immune to turn meter reduction, 5% health, 2% protection. I mean, all that doesn't seem like it does a whole lot, but that, that ability as a whole really makes Vader a lot stronger. It's a completely right. useless Zeta until it's the most important Zeta in the game. You're right. right. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So that is that's the top ten um, that we put together. We have a few other ones to go over. Um, the next section, I don't think we're going to spend too much time on. Um, it's something that you're not going to have to worry about right away. Um, mm-hmm. But they're all kind of tied together. They're all for the CLS team. Yeah. So it's it's basically. That's that's where we're at. We're at the section of CLS. You have five Zetas here. There's more than five Zetas for the team, but we're just going to go over these primary five that are really important to you. And we're going to kind of pop through all of them real quick and kind of go over them, and then we'll discuss them. Um, it Binds All Things is the first one we're going to talk about. That's on CLS. This, uh, this is a really strong Zeta. It gives Luke the capability that whenever... He resists a detrimental effect, which is a debuff. Um, he recovers 5% protection and gets 10% turn meter of the other allies that gain half that. Um, so that's that's a huge benefit right there. The next one is Han Solo shoots first. Han Solo is not the character he is without this Zeta, right? He needs this one. Um, Han has 35% counter chance, blah, 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 blah. Whenever he has the the Zeta, um, the first time he uses Han Han's basic, he has a uh, what where is it? Ten percent critical chance. And the first time he each turn Han uses basic attack, he attacks again. So he just constantly is shooting. You get your you know this this ability lets you attack the character right away. So this is just a good ability. You know, Han shoots first. You you can counter a lot of stuff. You can clean up a lot of preloaded stuff in GAC. 
Um, the next one we're going to talk about on this team is Chewbacca and its loyal friend. This is the this is this is the CLS this is Zeta. The CLS yeah. Zeta. This is, right. This is this what is the makes engine. this team. Exactly. This is the engine. I love. I've always loved that phrase. There's a few few teams that are like this is the engine of the team. Yeah. This is your engine of the team. You need this Zeta. Chewbacca deals damage to an enemy. Chewbacca and all guarded allies recover health and protection. But that's not it. It's all kinds of other stuff. Guard is the crux of this team. Whenever you're facing a CLS team, you think, oh, maybe the, the Han Solo is the is, is the threat. No, you kill Chewbacca first. Always. You got to get rid of Chewbacca mm -hmm. because of this Zeta, right? What ends up it's, happening if you don't is... You'll hit. Let's say you're you're trying to focus Han down, right? And you hit Han a couple times, and he gets down to like half health. And then CLS goes, and he hits someone, and then Chewbacca assists, and then all of a sudden Han's mm -hmm. up to like sixty percent health. And then yeah. and then Han goes and shoots somebody, and this then team recovers health so Chupio fast. assists, and then Han's now up to seventy percent health, and then somebody else assists. Now he's up to eighty percent health, and by the time it's your turn again, the entire team is back up to one hundred percent health, and you're like, oh. Cool. And you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> not they only just do kicked they your heal, ass. Not only do they heal, but they hit hard as fuck. Hit hard as fuck, <laughs> man. This is a powerhouse team. This is one of our favorite teams. We love CLS. We can't tell you to get CLS enough. Like, this is just... Damn, this team is good. Um, loyal friend makes this team. So get it. It's not even a question. Right, but it's just like the only reason it's on this CLS section is because it's a little lot later on when when you get this team compared to the other stuff, right? So there's a couple more Zetas that are really important to this team. Uh, loyal friends, the crux, obviously. But the next one we're gonna get is back to CLS, and it's his leader ability. It's called Rebel Maneuvers. Um, whenever an enemy resists a detrimental effect, Rebel allies gain five percent turn meter. This is like engine number two. Yep. Okay, it's it's gonna it's gonna keep you going. CLS team is all about kicking your ass when you basically don't get to play. It's kind of like the Mara Jade Empire stuff or the Imperial Troopers. You just want to keep on attacking, and this helps you just keep attacking, taking away turn meter, putting on turn meter. You're just doing a whole bunch to not let them play. Super important Zeta, right? Yep. Um, and that's. CLS has one more Zeta, and you should get it eventually. It's just that we're, we're only skipping it right now because we're trying to talk about efficiency. Come back later. Get the CLS, uh, the third Zeta for CLS. Talk about that another time. Um, the final one we're going to talk about is on Chupio, or 3-Pack, or 3-Baka, or however you want to call him. He's got a lot of cool names, um, but it's Chewie's Rage. Chewie's Rage is... Oh man, Chupio is such a strong character. He's like, um, like out of all those damage dealers, I feel like he's like the main damage dealer. But at the same time, he applies blind. And then if you, like, especially if you have it, if you're going up against a team that does a bunch of revives, like Chupio mm. will wipe the entire team. <laughs> the, yeah, this because, ability and, and does so much damage. Yeah, it's yeah. stupid how much damage it does. So it's, it's crazy. So normally it's just an AOE. What what Chew, Chewie's rage does. Uh, is essentially for every enemy that's already died this combat, it hits another time. So it's just like if if there's only one guy left, he's getting hit with like five hits off of this AOE, right. and it just you see people just get deleted. 
And if you got, like Scurvy said, somebody with revives, like the Night Sisters, and you kill Zombie once, and then you kill Zombie again, and then you the kill somebody else. The damage stacking and stacking and stacking. Yeah, and then Old Daka revives them, and then you're like, oh yeah, bitch, I am only getting stronger. And then you just kill them harder. Oh man, when that AoE hits. You can wipe a whole team with that AoE. It's fu- and you're like, holy shit, did that just happen? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you're like, what did I do? What did I miss? I am a god! <laughs> yeah, miraculous stuff. So that is the core of the CLS team. Yes, there's some Zetas on um, 3PO. They're not as crucial. Let's three 3PO has one Zeta that I think is absolutely fucking worthless. I have I um, still I on my screen. I have a very strong CLS team. I have R7 CLS, R6 Han. I'm boosting him up to R8. I still don't have the 3PO Zetas. Yeah, I mean it's just not it's not the crucial ones like these. They're definitely these luxury Zetas. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And uh, one of them I think is really good. I think one of them is just just not because I don't I don't remember why. I'll have to look it up or talk out of my ass some more um but anyway we're gonna move on to the the third section which is these are some zetas that you need eventually yeah they're situational you're gonna get them depending on what you build and and but maybe they just come a little bit later or maybe they're just not as crucial the reason that i kind of sectioned these off into their own section is because they're either not totally in line with our farming plan or they're mm. characters that aren't going to really be relevant till a little bit later, maybe even after CLS. Right. Um, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about the first one, which is Jolie Bindo, which yeah, is yeah, because I have no idea about this. Fucking that game. looks pretty bad, is what it's called. Um, and it's a really cool ability. It's really, good but it's data. a little bit situational. Um, I I kind of talked about it earlier, and when I said that Jolie punches down, um, it's an ability that uh, I'm gonna look up the actual words on it. Um, it's a heal. So the the ability itself, before you get the Zeta, just heals one of your guys, and it's like, mm-hmm. cool, I healed a guy. Yeah, great. But when you get the Zeta, it also revives all defeated Jedi allies at 80% health and crit immunity for five turns. So that, to me, is like the, the, the reason why you get this is, you know, you're, you're in a fight with Jedi... <clears throat> you're, you're, you're fighting with your own Jedi against someone else and they've killed two or three of your pieces and you're like, crap, this isn't looking good. And also mm-hmm. Jolie gets a turn and you revive that, you know, Grandmaster Yoda who's going to start putting, you know... Uh, putting in work. Putting in work and putting stuff back he's on gonna people. He's going to be jumping. And... He's going to be all doing that Yoda shit. He has to so survive, though. If he doesn't survive... The, the big it... thing about this is this This is not a relevant Zeta right away until you're starting to get him at least gear 12, if not if not um, relict. Because mm-hmm. if he's the weakest person on your team and he just gets focused down and killed, then, then he's pretty worthless. So he's right. got to be... Uh, and he's pretty tanky, so that's the nice thing about him. You get him to, like, Relic 5 or something, he's not going to be easy to kill, especially oh, with God. Foresight and some of the other buffs that Yoda's probably going to be putting on him. Yeah. Um, that's kind of the point. They can't say, oh, I'm going to go kill Yoda, because if you kill Yoda, then he just revives Yoda, and you're like, cool, I'm back to square one. So he just right. makes that team just harder to deal with. Um, but the reason that this is kind of in a later category is just because he has to be pretty beefy in order for this to make sense. But it's not yeah. all like all for waste either because, you know, he's used early on on the Jedi Revan team, but eventually he is a good plug-and-play fifth character for the Jedi Master Luke team, um, and he's really useful when you face JMK with a Jedi Master Luke team because um, JMK is going to kill 
people on your JML team. But if you have Joe Lee on that team, you can get the revive, especially if he's tanky enough to survive. Yeah, it's really strong. The next ability is kind of the opposite, where instead of trying to save somebody, we're trying to mark somebody down uh, for, for mark somebody down for death in the hopes that they don't die. Obviously. Yeah, I have I have troopers, but I I, I don't really remember building them um, as the same way as probably Fierre's used them a lot, right? He used them yeah. all the time. He understands these. I'm going to go ahead and pass this to Fieris and say, you you go through these, because I think you have a real good understanding of these at this point. I do too, but whatever, man. It's cool. <laughs> okay, so, Who the fuck are you? So this you don't have Jabba. You don't have gas. You don't have... No, what that's you... cool. I've, I've got nobody. It's because right. you don't have gas, you don't know about troopers either. You know, you're yeah, the know. first yeah, person, I think, to farm the, the, the next one on the list after these next two. So we'll let you talk about... That that old uh, furry furry bastard. <laughs> I love that. But uh, has, has I, I will talk about cereal. I will talk about Piet and Veers real quick because they kind of go hand in hand. They're both kind of mediocre without each other. They have one of the best engines in the entire game for turn meter. It is nearly unstoppable, and they can they can. Like, oh man, I've, I've probably taken 40, 50 turns in a row with them sometimes. I can go, you know, in, in uh, Heroic uh, Sith Trio, I, I, can, I can solo the entire third phase without the other person ever taking a turn and then, and then do some damage in, in phase four as well. So the, the point of Emperor's Trap is that it creates an engine with veers in that every time someone basically takes a turn um, or attacks out of turn, they get a stack of Emperor's Trap, which is an ability that adds offense. It also adds potency, but that's not the point. The point is that every time a trooper takes a turn, they get 6% offense. Every time they attack out of turn, they get 6% offense. So it just gets this engine Ooh. going of you get offense, you get offense, you get offense, you get offense, and it's just Talk about insane. And, and it's not even like the amount of offense you're getting is not actually the point. It's the amount of instances of offense that are being added. So it's really nice to get the offense going, which then you pair with General Veers and his ability, Aggressive Tactician, which says... Let's see here. Good call giving this to Fieris Min. I haven't read this <laughs> in so long. That's cool. Hey, uh, he's got, I mean, fuck. Venom, do you have troopers? Uh, on my Narshada account, yes. You think I know everybody's goddamn kits? I just fucking, there's fucking hundred people I gotta keep up with. <laughs> so that's the one that... I, don't, so I just said this, this earlier. I don't know what you got. 60% turn meter chance. Or termeter gain. So chance. basically, what it combos with on Veers is Veers's leader ability. So when you run this team, you run Veers in the leader spot, and it says Imperial troopers gain ten per- gain ten percent turn meter every time they gain a buff. Well, Piet is throwing buff after buff after buff after buff on them, and that's why this team just goes nuts on turn meter because mm. P- Veers gives everybody ten percent turn meter every time they gain a buff. And then Piet is just saying, here's a buff, you get a buff, you get a buff, everybody gets a buff. And that's kind of just where it goes out of control. You know what's kind of interesting, Fierce, we were talking earlier about which characters need each other, right? 
These sound. I think these are two characters that kind of need each other. There's right? like peas years. and carrots. Yeah, we were talking right. about. Is there a more iconic duo than JMK and Cat that just right. aren't that good without each other? Yeah, this is a great example of that. Veers, yeah, Veers and Piet. Just either one of them on their own just can't get this can't get this combo going. Yeah, that's, that's a good that's, example. That's cool. Yeah, so these these guys need each other, all right. It's Brokeback Mountain for these fellows, all right. They they can't quit each other. Yeah. So, so I'd argue to say that. So that's what his um, in general? what what his Zeta does, what Veers' Zeta does is, it's kind of a stopgap for when you're starting to lose your turn meter train. Um, every time you kill an enemy, essentially your whole team just gets full turn meter. So it's kind of a reset of sorts. You're and like, if you have Shit. Dark Trooper on that team, you're gonna kill an enemy. Right. And so it's just one <laughs> yeah, of those things yeah. where you're like, uh, this is my last turn before the enemy goes. I have to kill somebody. And then your dark trooper goes and kills something. And then everybody's back to 100% turn meter and you start over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's kind yeah. of just that that like reset switch on, on that whole combo. It's another one of those teams where you can do the entire fight and the enemy never moves. Yep. Another turn meter train. And the only thing that you really need to take into account is is your speeds. You have to do this weird staggering of speeds where you give Piet as high of speed as you possibly can, and then you mm-hmm. progressively give everybody else twenty percent less. So Veers mm-hmm. takes or Piet takes his turn, and he gives twenty percent turn meter to everybody. Boom! Your guy that was at eighty percent turn meter is now at a hundred. He takes a turn. Everybody gets twenty percent turn meter. Your guy that was at sixty has now gotten twenty twice. Now he's at a hundred, and it gets this whole like rotation of speeds going to where you try and have it so after every single person's turn, you've got someone at a hundred percent turn meter. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's super fun. It's it takes a little bit of time to get going. I, I remember when I first built it, because I was going C first. It was one of my first teams when I had just started the game, and I didn't understand what the Sorry. fuck was going on. But uh, it <laughs> once you figure it out, and you get all the math down, and you get the speeds right, and you get the mods right, it's like, holy shit, that team is good. They're a super fun yep. team. Yeah. I mean, they can pretty much, I mean, they can pretty well handle any team outside, you know, outside of GLs and gas and Darth Revan and Darth Revan's iffy. You can beat Darth Revan. A lot of Darth Revan's if your Piet's fast enough. But we talked about this kind of oh, early yeah. in the podcast how it gets kind of messy towards the end. Um, but of, outside of those teams, uh, troopers can pretty much handle everything. I'd, I'd say troopers is like a kind of a, the quintessential Darth Revan counter. Uh, once you get a beacon, yes and no. it's not a problem. You, you've got to you've got to have enough speed, and you have to know who to attack. But once you yeah. get that figured out it's not it's yeah. not terrible yeah. um, you do run into some teams that really suck like Hux and people that stop turn meter gain like mm-hmm. that you're just like nope I'm not going to be able to take that team out might as but well also, not try um, CG has given a few datacrons that have allowed troopers to counter like Lord Vader and whatnot. Um there was a yeah and that's the cool thing is the changing of the game there's always like you get this team that they're such good quality that they can be useful yeah. elsewhere later from a datacron yep. or something. Yeah, the, the the current datacron. Well, I mean, it's it's one of the current sets. I think it's the one that's about to go out. Um, there's a twenty percent turn meter to the weakest dark side ally, and because um, dark trooper is similar to B one in the sense that he's really low health, uh, really low protection, he immediately goes. Well, his third ability gives the entire team turn meter. So if you use the datacron was his third ability then all of a sudden your troopers go faster than a gl and you can beat lord vader 
Right. Yeah, they're, they're great. So the next thing we're going to do is the final Zeta. That It's a great Zeta, and we think you should get it you know, right when you get this character, but it's going to be a while before you get this character. And Venom, you're our resident expert on this snow fella. On Wampa? Why am, why yep. am I the resident expert? I don't know. Fierce. Because don't know. You, you did the JML as my first JML first. Uh, I don't know what this fucking Zeta does. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so in, in it, my opinion... Honestly, like the only reason you get this Zeta is because you have to get it to get the Omicron. Exactly. There you go. That's what it, that's that's all, what that's all it matters. Done. It's a, it's a there you go. The Wampa's done. The Wampa Omicron <laughs> is the only reason Wampa is even on this list. Yeah. It's fucking great. Kicks so much And asses. we'll talk about that in the Omicron list. Which, oh, by the way, I, I mean, if we want any shot at getting to the top 10 we probably got to axe the omicrons to uh to another yeah, week because we will talk omicrons but i think we're going to push it off to the next episode um, i think that's best yes there's <laughs> yeah. just too much we're already at two hours and and there's too much to be said so there's well we still have listener said. questions and bottom of the backpack and the yeah outro. don't give me the big subjects to to to, to run you know like i'm just gonna ramble <laughs> Well, you're you're fun to listen to, man. You know. So, <laughs> all right. All well, right. that's sweet. Let's go on with the. What are we talking about we next? Listener the listener questions. questions. Oh, well, let's hear them, Fieris. All right. So our first question comes from a listener, Thunder Bunny, who wants to know, what is your favorite Star Wars music? And this actually uh, goes quite in line with the game show we have going on in the Senate right now, which is essentially a bracket of putting the top 24 songs together uh, and having people vote on their favorites. So let's let's pick some pick the winner who you can. If yeah, you have two different answers. So if you have two different answers for what you think is going to win versus what is your favorite, that's fine. But but give give some context on that. Yeah, so a um, little bit of a back backlog on this too is you know I just became community officer um, for Senate Community Affairs in the Senate, which is awesome. Congrats! It's gonna be fun. We get to slow clap. We get yep. to, yeah, we get we get to run these things and kind of kind of reach out to the the community and and you know I, I really love I love the Senate. It's it's super fun. It's it, I love this place. And uh, Phil over here, uh, Savage Phil House. Um, I think is is how you say his name. He'll probably come on and say you don't speak British right or something. I don't fucking know. Um, and but he put together this fucking awesome playlist. Oh, all right, I think he had about a hundred songs to go through that made the cut. Right, it, it started at like a hundred because there's so much goddamn good music in Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, I, I've I've said this before and I'll say it again. I I think Star Wars is great and I love it. But the reason that Star Wars is great and everybody loves it is because the music kicks ass and the sound effects were amazing. Yep. This shit was awesome. They really nailed it with the sound, and that's that's just a sense that that really is is uh, it's vibrant in in Star Wars. Are you sure so, it wasn't Phil, the dialogue that drew people to it? I mean, I hate sand. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so course. good. I'm just like so. I'm so moved. I'm so moved. So moved. Yeah, you better slow down, huh? Yeah, I'm Anakin. I'm about to woo you. You, you've grown more beautiful. I mean, more. I yes. Um, idiot. I care for you. 
the kiss that you should have never I'm given me. I'm sensing a lot of prequel hate, and I need y'all to stop right now. <laughs> Listen, I fucking love the prequels. But the dialogue is dog shit. Right? This is how it is. It's not their fault. I, I, I love the movies. Anyway, um, what was I talking about? What's your favorite song? Favorite song. I'm going to go ahead and start this because... I do have a favorite. I don't. I don't know how anybody can even fucking debate this. this is unbelievable that it's even a question. It's Duel of Fates. Uh, yes, it's a good one. The greatest song. It's a phenomenal song. It's just so good. Yep. You hear it, and it starts out with that choir, and you're like, I'm fucking hyped. It's, you it can... was it, when I was a kid, and I saw Phantom Menace in in theaters. I was. I don't know fucking how old I was, but. When Duel of Fates comes on and you see the one of the coolest fights in Star Wars, you know, Phantom, Phantom Menace gets a lot of hate. It had a lot of good stuff. I like Phantom Menace. This fight's fucking fun. And it's got this fucking song? Man. That's anyway. The Duel of Fates is both both my, my choice and what I think. The thing about Duel All of right. Fates is that you could be blindfolded and in a in a sensory container where you can't see anything or can't hear anything. And, and all of a sudden you hear this one song and you know exactly what it is. It yep. takes you exactly yep. to that moment in Star Wars. It, it's Darth Maul igniting his other side of the lightsaber, and it's like, man, it's like a game when game that game. shit happened, fuck, that was yeah. cool. Before Darth, you know, again, my my age is is showing here, but like before Darth Maul lit the other end of his lightsaber, we didn't fucking think that was possible. Right. That wasn't an option. Who who would have thought there would be another blade? <laughs> yep. It was so fucking cool. Yep. What simpler times. Nowadays they got to put fucking like T's on them and shit and <laughs> make them spin. I got an Inceptacopter. You guys ever see I mean, that, that uh, like, I don't know if it was like Saturday Night Live or whatever, where it's like a, a play on uh, Kylo Ren's saber and it has like, it has like a pocket knife that comes out of it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's got like it's nine different knife. blades. <laughs> They're like, oh, we gotta be ridiculous. Nah, man, when Maul did that shit, it was fucking cool. Whenever I saw Kylo's T-Saber show up in the trailer, I was like, so you're saying you want to be like Maul, but you didn't have any good ideas. And, uh, anyway, Maul was badass, that was cool. Duel of Fates, what's y'all's? Alright, so mine is, um, mine is from episode 3, so I'm, I'm Battle of the Heroes, right? So I'm Anakin versus Obi-Wan, I think by far and away in any Star Wars media, this is the most emotional battle in all of Star Wars, mm. right? You have mm. Master versus Apprentice. You have Anakin, who is supposed to be the chosen one. He's now fallen to the dark side. Um, he is, like, filled with love and rage and hate and all this stuff like that. And that music, yeah. when they're on Mustafar and they're fighting it out, there is no better... There is no better music in Star Wars, and I can hear much like I kind of said how you can be blindfolded and hear the Duel of Fates and know exactly where you're at. Yeah, I can be blindfolded and I can hear Battle of Heroes. I know exactly where I'm at. I know I can feel the emotion. I know exactly what the characters are going through. Um, the, Man, I want to watch some fucking Star Wars. Right? And this, <laughs> just like Min said, this is my favorite, and this is also what I think will win. I think. I, I can't think of a better song. I mean, the choir, there's a ton of choir and, like, just voices in the background. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's my favorite by far. I, I have two quick things to say. One is, I thought there was going to be more consensus on this, 
And the second thing is, there is a very good chance we're going to have four completely different answers on this. <laughs> <laughs> with that, I'd like That's to hear what crazy. Darth Venom has to say. Well, I, I have a secondary, so I'm excited to see if y'all, if anyone picks what my second choice would be. I'm kind of shocked that this is not on here, but Anakin's Betrayal is not on this list. Anakin's Betrayal, huh? Yeah. This is a uh, Order 66. Music. Oh, that's yep. That's good. Yep. I don't know how that's not on there. We've got Dooku versus Yaddle, but we don't have Anakin's. Betrayal. I will say he was trying to include things from like every. Every yeah. yeah. See, he was trying to make sure that every piece of media had some kind of representation yeah. without, you know, because, I mean, fuck, we could pick a lot of stuff from episode, you know, just the, the, the first six movies. But then we're just looking at John Williams. Well, since they don't have the best song on the list, I have to stay on brand and pick Ray's theme. Ah! Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Okay. I do like Ray's theme. Yeah, it's really good. It's, it's pretty good. It's the best it's thing like they do in those stupid and, movies. Yeah, I mean, again, John Williams, man, is the fucking legend. All right, well, that's your pick. Fieras, come Ray's on Ray's theme. Fieras, what do you got for us? Because I bet it ain't Ray's theme. Well, Fieras you know is too what? busy posting memes in our chat. You know what? <laughs> there are three different separate trilogies, and I feel like one is left out at the moment. Uh, I did not expect to see one from the the new trilogy, you know, the uh, the sequel trilogy. But mm. uh, you know, I gotta go. I, this one was actually a a really close one for me. I've got I've got some like honorable mention, and none of them are the same ones you guys are talking about. So it's kind of interesting. Damn. Um, yeah. I just I, I I don't know that this is my favorite, but the most like powerful, meaningful one for me is always going to be the Imperial March. That was my number two. And I, I was going to pick that there's one. There's just something that is so iconic about that song. Yeah. You're like, Vader's coming. Here he comes. Coolest freaking It's fucking character. badass. Um, but, but I do have to say, I don't know that that's my favorite. Um, that, I think that's the most powerful one. But, man, I love mm. the Return of the Jedi one. Um, the Return of the Jedi soundtrack, and that, I guess that's yeah. the name of the song, Return of the Jedi. That is just yeah. also so iconic, Star Wars, for me. But mm-hmm. honorable mention, honestly, um, you actually missed missed one here, I suppose. Um, I listened through all these songs, and man, I really like the music from Mandalorian. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love yeah. that song as well, and yep. I think that's like a, probably a distant third, but honorable mention on the Mandalorian, because I really yes. like that one as well. Yep. And honestly, so, uh, you'll be surprised. I think you will be surprised in our seatings. Um, there is a song from the uh, Rogue One that made it pretty that made it pretty high. Um, it's, mm-hmm. it's Rogue One. Or Disney Star Wars as a whole gets kind of a hate, um, but Rogue One was probably, as far as Star Wars movies goes, it's the best Disney Star Wars movie. I think um, mm. it, it's a phenomenal, and the music in that movie is is really well done. So, um. the, I've said this in my my post to to the citizens is that you know there's one thing that Star Wars breaks us apart a lot. We have a lot of like pissed off fucking people, including myself, right? Yeah, definitely. But we have a lot of like we have a lot of like like frustration in the community and the fan the fans are always like at each other's throat like i fucking love it well i fucking hate it well let's kill each other what the hell is that doing i don't know but one thing we can always always agree on and no matter what you like about star wars is the music is so fucking good 
It's great. And yeah, as as, as Scurvy was saying in our seating, we had we had like the how we found out the buys was like, okay, well, what's our top eight? You know, and everybody submits their top eight. The Mandalorian theme was in every single one of our top eights. The Imperial March was in two of all three of our top eights as I well. So, yeah. Duel of Fate. All of these that we're picking, except for you know, um, uh, Ray's uh, theme. Dark, Ray's, <laughs> Ray's theme. theme. What the hell? <laughs> but you know, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. I almost put Ray's theme as my eighth pick, but it it lost out for me to the Andor forming up unto stone we are because that, that was really cool like it, it had this like old schooly like self celtic vibe and like I don't know I just really liked the the bagpipes and shit it was cool um but anyway those are those are our, our musical if you want to see the final the winner this. you have to join the senate by the way yeah yeah you got to join the senate you, you can even join in this fucking this uh bracket you can just go to the roster, uh, or what is it called? Roll fucking assign? Oh, let me look at it. I'm stupid. Uh, well, we actually yeah, have, a, we have a new, we're getting a new role uh, made for the Senate that will allow you to just join because you're here because of our podcast. And um, Although I'm pretty sure by the time you hear this, this will be over. I don't know. I think because, right, you know, it depends on how long it takes. Well, then, then people rush. will hear our predictions right around the time that the winner's coming out and see if we were anywhere close, so... Yeah. All right. So let's so, let's, anyway. let's move on. We've we've got a couple more questions. I, I don't think we're gonna have time for all of them. We're getting yeah. short on time. But um, I want to skip to one that I think is. I'm actually gonna direct this question at Darth Venom because it's very fitting. Um, is there a reason to keep my roster balanced with light side versus dark side from <laughs> OG Rebels? So OG Rebels. Let me tell you about my account. When I finished my JML farm, which was my first GL, I think I was like 28 light side character relics oh and my. two dark side. Which ones? Was it Bosk and Vader? No, I, no, it was Vader and Wampa. I think that was it. <laughs> that Those were really the count. only dark side relics I had. <laughs> uh, and the thought process, I mean, it kind of happened on accident. But it was like, hey, well, you know, I'm going to be in a really good position for light side GOTB because I have CLS, <laughs> I have I have uh, JML, mm-hmm. I've got AdRad. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you were going to be great in, yeah. in LSGO, weren't you? And then they took LSGO out of the game, basically. They took it out of the game. So, How many times do we do LSGO and how many times do you get to use all those tunes? Yeah, so I think if you have to choose between Why? them, you want to be... You want to be dark side heavy rather than light side heavy because you're going to be spending the majority of your time in dark side GOTB. Mm-hmm. And if you even touch light side geo at this point, if you're a new account, you might like go in once or twice, but you're you're going to be growing fast enough that you're going to be able to go into Rise of the Empire TB really quickly. Yeah, and definitely. When dark side isn't a bad thing to build up. When you're doing light side Hoth, you just need a wet noodle to beat those missions, so you don't have to go anywhere deep into uh-huh. relics or anything like that all right i'm gonna i'm gonna cap it there and go to the next question what is one of the biggest changes that cg could implement that would help new players catch up from malevolence Ooh, man i think he also mentions that that won't just be like Cairo. somebody else said like yeah obviously they, the they want to have Kairos. something that can help new players that isn't also going to really benefit uh kind of players who are you know in late game 
Um, and I actually have a, yeah. I have a pretty I think I have a pretty good answer to this one. Accelerate go, fucking go. fleets. Oh yeah, I knew. Yep. I knew that's it. Easy. I knew like it. Yep. like that's the easy answer. Most of the end game yeah. people have already farmed all of those fleets, so it's not going to really mm. advance many of the late game accounts. But like. If you really want to help out early game characters and stop the early game from taking so long, please accelerate at least some fleets. It does, I do, you know, I if you have new new fleets coming out or whatever, you don't have to accelerate those necessarily. Right, but that's understandable. Accelerate right, half of know. them. Put them on like a two year timetable. Do something. I think like that's, you shouldn't that's have probably the biggest reason fleet. they haven't done it yet is because Ugh. they don't have enough fleets in the game. I mean, if they accelerated fleets, they would be. You'd be out of fleets basically way too early. Accelerate a handful well, of yeah. them. Do something. Yeah, that's, that's why like Fieris's plan of like two years or something was, would make sense because like, damn man, it, you already have to farm one for six months. That's and that's a if long you're dedicated for, to it. Yeah, and 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 it's so, it's there's so many things that need fleets now, right? You know, operations and you know even Hawk and fucking Emperor Shuttle. Oh my god. Um, it's horrible stuff. Um, I agree. Accelerate fleets is a big one. Um, I, I think that there's not much that's going to happen for a while. And I'll tell you, I I think that's because they just did gear changes. How long did that take to happen? Right? Well, I don't know. Six, seven years. A a long time. Yeah. Right. It it, it wasn't like they were like, oh, we want to make things easier for people. No, they did that. It's a price point situation. They did that at the same time that they reduced the the hyperdrive bundle to fifty dollars, and it was an intentional thing. There's not a lot they can do to accelerate the catch-up game. I. It's just not that kind of game. I think that the uh, I think that the raid changes have a big opportunity to help new players. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think so the rewards are going to I think that's where we get. have to look at where there will be changes, and it's got to be in stuff like they have been changing that affects. I think like, it depends on what they do like, with the bro. raid shards, though. I mean, are they they right, could either right. really screw that. new players or they could really help new players. I do yeah, have one, fair enough. I do have one really good thing that they could do that would help new players uh, catch up faster. Mm. Um, they should remove Phoenix from the game. Hey. Oh, that would be good. That would be good. Just give everybody Thrawn. Like everyone that's like, oh, I'm going to farm. Wait, it's not here. I don't. I, I guess I have to do mm. something else. It's kind of like, you know how they say if we killed all the mosquitoes, nothing would really change? What about like, if, if they you just... killed off the Phoenix, nothing would really change. Like you, if you just gave everyone Thrawn and then forgot about Phoenix, you'd be like, hmm, I wonder where Thrawn goes. What about if they fine. just gave them an overhaul and made them good? Don't talk no. crazy Likely like that. I'm just saying, like, the, the thing we don't like out. about Phoenix yeah. is that they are terrible late game. Like, I, th- I don't think people, like, we heard Min talking about, you know, some of the characters and how hot they are and whatever. Like, I don't think you guys dislike the mm. Phoenix characters. You just dislike that they're a trap and you shouldn't b- build Exactly. Them. If you I made like them worthwhile as, characters, as characters. If, if Phoenix... Yeah, Sabine is a fucking like, smoke show, like, you know? If Phoenix could be as good as Geo's <laughs> even, or, like... I don't know if they had a little bit more meaningfulness than they currently do. Like I would see, I would see farming them as, oh yeah, you also get thrown, you also get all this other stuff. Like I think just buff them. That would well, be right. my my idea. It would have been cool if they made it to where like instead of Harris Omicron being dog shit, they could have done Harris Omicron being like, you get the sixth Phoenix character and she's on meth, 
and like she just attacks just like in conquest that would have been badass that would have maybe made him stronger it will be pretty interesting to see how they go forward because they're obviously gonna try to monetize the uh the rebel show that's coming out the ahsoka trailer just dropped today so we're oh and it was so fucking so hot fucking oh my god but Di- you know disney can fuck up a lot of stuff but these son of a bitches can make a trailer god damn <laughs> can they make a trailer so every single phoenix character is coming back besides the ones who died spoiler alert not not gonna go there spoiler but, not spoiler yeah i mean i can't been, see what, him ten years yeah <laughs> I didn't. I've, I've never spoiler. I've never seen any of that stuff. So like when I was watching the trailer for uh, for Ahsoka, I was like messaging men on the side. I'm like, who the hell was that character? Who's that character? Who, oh, those people are? who the fuck are they? Who the fuck are these people? Yeah. So the fuck they're obviously gonna want to. I don't know if they're gonna want to do new marquees of Phoenix or. And if they do that, do they have the Phoenix tag? And does that screw up? Like, it's going to be interesting to see what they do. I don't think they get the Phoenix tag because they're not Phoenix anymore. They're yeah, Rebels. Yeah, that's yeah. true. You know, they're going to get some kind of new... I think they're going to have to rework the Harrahs. I mean, they're going to have to rework the main characters. Well, They can leave that shitty team as the shitty team that they are as pieces of shit. But they could give you whole new fucking, um, you know, Elder Phoenix. Yeah. You know, this is the, this is the reborn Phoenix. Yeah, you're you know, gonna need all of them for Galactic Legend Thrawn, anyways. So, uh, you know what? It's coming. I'm not. I'm not hating. If they can do that and they can make fucking Galactic, that'd be cool as shit. Thrawn's fucking bad. No, it's gonna be dude. Galactic Legend Ahsoka, and it's gonna be like a Phoenix uh, Galactic Legend Fulcrum Ahsoka mashup. Well, you know who it ain't gonna be. <laughs> it ain't gonna be Dark Saber. Hey <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, that ain't fucking happening. Right, I was piece, so buddy. excited. No spoilers. I was so excited when that happened. As soon as she, like they started talking to those people, I'm like, I looked at my wife and I'm like, it's gonna happen. Exactly what I said <laughs> happened. As soon as it happened, like several episodes ago, I was just like, oh my god, do you see what just happened? And and my wife right, was like, right, no, right. I was I was not really paying attention. But yeah, <laughs> I was just like, I, I something very did, yeah. meaningful just happened, and I think it's gonna come into play. And it totally fucking did, and it was awesome. Yeah, I, I I'm I'm a I'm not a fan of this season. I'm not gonna sit here and try to be negative and hate on things because that's what Star Wars fans do. But like I, I did, I I saw that and I was like, cool. So that is uh, that is the end of my theory. Yeah, I I didn't like that they basically ripped off the ending of Harry Potter to do it, but dude, whatever. I'm telling you, I posted that in the Senate. It was like the perfect um, synopsis of that episode, minus it didn't have any context, and all it was is it was like snippets of other shows that fit perfect into the Mando. I I don't want to sit here and bitch about the show for the next ten minutes because you know we're already getting late and we got to get to the top ten. <laughs> But there's there's a lot of things that frustrate me and 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 I hate I, I I said it earlier it sucks that people are so negative about it but it's like I I'm one of those people I get really frustrated about the Star Wars stuff that like I'm like I don't I just don't understand why they went so shitty and cheap all right man but well, if you don't well, if that's you want really, to get to the top ten I've got it's to a get really to the good of the segue backpack. going from all this negativity into everyone's favorite segment <laughs> that everyone is super positive Ooh, about yeah. all right maybe, yeah maybe let's do that bottom of the back man I'm excited I'm excited because I had to host it last week and I like being on the all other right, end so I'm gonna see if hey, I can hey, extend listen, my can showcase showdown off, record can y'all this get week. off my segment and let me run <laughs> this segment 
because this is right. everybody's favorite segment, bottom of the backpack. <laughs> so everybody shut yeah. the fuck up. Listen, it's listen, guys. All right. So I have a, I have a, I have a, a fairly easy one to start with, right? Nope. See, this is why. This is why. You gotta say that. It, you gotta say what bottom of the backpack is in case this somebody's listening to this one for the first <laughs> this time. This is why Darth Venom runs this shit. Oh, because this is the first one they watch. Okay, so hey everybody, this is bottom of the backpack. This is where we talk about the accounts that are trying to punch way too far up, way outside of their belt range, and you are trying These to are real get a guild to carry you to victory. And all I'm going to do is I'm going to give you guys a whole bunch of accounts. I want you to guess a bunch of random things. This is kind of like whose line is it anyways. Everything's made up and the points don't matter. But my first one is this guy. He has a he has not played in five years. But oh dear. he considers himself to be quite competitive. Quite competitive. <laughs> okay. What is it competitive he's in? Very competitive. Time away. He's I'm competitive in Stormtrooper Han teams. I, so, I took the last the last two Olympics off, but I'm training <laughs> for this one. Um, but he is he's telling his potential guildmates that once he has a set path, he will progress very fast. Of course he will. Who doesn't? Um, and if, I bet if this guy gets worried, 600 tickets. If you were worried. He gets 600 tickets every day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what is that he was looking spooky. for? He is that was, looking for you know? a very high GP guild with a very high active Discord. Oh, he doesn't give a number. He just says very, very high. Very high active Discord. How do we gauge that? This guy could think very high is 8 million, you dumb <laughs> Well, he hasn't million. played in five years, so he doesn't know what the fuck very high is. <laughs> right. Very high to him is like very high is uh, 80 million GP. That's the biggest guild in the game, My right? question is, how many fully functioning seven-star teams does this guy have? Fully functioning seven-star teams? So not even, like not all even five? relic now, no, no, yeah, no. I just want to know how many fully functioning, like, seven-star teams. I don't care about relics. How many teams does this guy have? Well, Ugh. he right, gets I'll, I'll 600 s- tickets a day, so he's got to have a lot. As the <laughs> as the reigning Showcase Showdown champion of last episode, I will go first on this one. That makes sense. And yes. uh, I know you said the points don't matter, like, uh, whose line is it anyway, but I want a jet ski, so I'd like to say <laughs> yep. otherwise. <laughs> I want a blender. What the hell? Uh, you know what? <laughs> you should try harder next time because Jet Ski Guy over here is going to fuck you all day. So um, I, I, I can say we we had somebody join our guild that I think hadn't played in like two years. And he when he joined, he had like, I don't know, like 160 gear 12 characters and like no relics. <laughs> and so I, I know for sure this guy, if he hasn't played in five years, has no relics. Um, which was p- kind of part of why I asked that earlier, but not even seven star teams. Gosh, I'm gonna I'm gonna start. I'm gonna say three. He has three seven fully three, seven star three teams. three full seven star teams. Okay. Yeah, Scurvy, you go. Well, Scurvy Wait, knows what? the answer. <laughs> Scurvy knows the answer. Yep, yep. That's why I said it. <laughs> now it's Darth Venom's turn. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> He's trying to get him to give me the answer. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to cheat over here. (laughs) 
I'm, I thought we I'm didn't gonna, like cheaters. I'm going to go ahead and call it right now that this is like, this has distinct possibility for being the intro, FYI. <laughs> I will choose one team. One team, okay. Well, I got one, I got three, you know? I and mean, then it's like, what do I pick, you know? If I pick two, then it's just it's just the one out of three. But if I pick four, it could be... It could be anything more than four. This was the moment you lost top ten. <laughs> Fuck! Uh, no! I have four! I pick four! Yeah, all right, your main pick's four. All right, so... Price is right! Four! This guy is... He ha- One of them's Phoenix. He has... Okay, so, yes, correct. This guy, his, his first relic... Or, uh, no relic. His first seven-star team was Phoenix, which allowed wow. him to have a seven-star Thrawn. Though I will Ugh. say, I don't know how this guy did it. I'm very impressed, actually. Because this guy has a level 82 Hera. Level 82 oh. Kanan. Yeah, you can do it with 82s. That's yeah. a thing. Okay, okay. so... It's it's a thing that, that you will quit the game from <laughs> and probably not come back for five fucking years. That's why he quit. Because you just had to do so that. So the answer to this question is this guy has two. He has two... Full seven star. Man, teams. fuck! If I'd have picked two out of one, but I'm sitting here oh, pricing so right in this I shit. Won. Yes. No. Grumble. I'm, I'm gonna write that down. All right. What? This is the first time you've won anything? What are you fucking? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna... farming inquisitors, right, man. Folks. What do you want from me? This, you ready? this is a really obscure reference, but I'm gonna write this down, Jimmy Delver style. You guys can Google that. Our next. <laughs> you can Google that. <laughs> Our next contestant is a much better account than this post is going to lead, but the fact that this you'll you'll understand when this post is when I read this post. So I will. This person is, is looking for a guild that does not mind me being in, inactive. What the <laughs> fuck? What the fuck are you? Wait. <laughs> Is that the whole post? Okay, so there's more behind that, but that's that's their opening line. I'm looking for a guild that doesn't mind me being inactive. Okay, okay, take it back. I want to be not here, but I want to be there. I want the tickets guy back. I, I apologize. <laughs> I have never in my fucking life heard something so audacious. It, you have to give me more. All right, all right, here I, we go. Here we go. This Ready? is unacceptable. Right, so, what am I guessing? So, <laughs> okay, go. There, there might not be a guess to this. I'm just, you guys are gonna love the audacity of this person. So, I already I do. I'm looking for a guild that doesn't mind me being inactive. I am four mil uh-huh. GP. I will probably, maybe, place territory <laughs> war defense. Ping me if you really need. What? It. Oh my god. <laughs> I really need it every time, you fucking clown. What are you talking about? God damn it. Also, you in that why are you playing this game? I will also <laughs> do a bit of TB and then I will call it a day. A bit? No shit! He says I'll do a bit and call it a day. You swear he puts that in the post? Yep, yep. he put it in the post. Yep. No fucking <laughs> way. This person is real. This has got to be a troll post. Like, you got to be fucking kidding I'm, me. I will share after this is done, I promise. Scurvy, I know I we say... I can't believe anybody would say these things. I know we say these are not made up. You swear this is not made I, up. I will share this. I will share this, I promise. I'm baffled. I'm, 
I've, I sit there and look at fucking posts all the time. Even when I'm not recruiting, I look at posts because they entertain me. I didn't see this shit. And this is a god... Holy smokes. Oh, he god. is... He's amazing. He'll do a bit of TV. He'll <laughs> do a bit of TV and call it a day. He says he'll call it a day. Oh my god. I am blown the fuck away by... Holy smokes! <laughs> oh my god, he literally says a bit of TV. All right, All right so holy crap! So, so there was gonna, there was no gonna, game to that one. That was just one I really wanted to share with you guys. I wanted to <laughs> exempt myself from this one because I'm I'm obviously one of the recruiters in Elm, and I saw this one. Scurvy. <laughs> it got worse. Oh no! Since you posted that <laughs> screenshot. Oh, no. He added at the bottom. Guild found too lazy to reply to DMs. I'm sorry if you DM. <laughs> <laughs> this is the laziest person i'm so impressed with his laziness and like imagine the like like confidence to be so worthless how was a guild found like how is there a guild out there that looked at this and it's like this looks like someone we could really use Man, it had to be like a brand new guild that just needed GP. <laughs> oh my, my God. freaking goodness! I am, you know, it's it's hard to make Minalia speechless, and you didn't. But like, damn, this is one of those people when you look at him and you're like, this guy seems cool, and then he talks, and you're like, I was right. right. So if you look at his account, his account's not bad. He doesn't have a terrible account. But he has just a the relic, way he talks, you're like, Omicron okay, Biden. He's awesome. But none of that matters. He's not Yeah, here. exactly. He doesn't exist in the realm yeah. of I don't Swarno. need a ghost. I don't care how good the ghost looks. You know, it's like, ooh, I'm so fine. You're invisible. I can't touch All you. Right. I like how he couldn't even commit to, to placing just territory <laughs> war defense. He says, I'll probably place territory war defense. He couldn't even commit to responding to fucking DMs. <laughs> He's not interested in anything but, like, being. All right. Oh, God. All right. All right. One. So my next one Let's is, go. uh, it's, it's pretty good. It's, it's along the lines of this. So, all right. So, hi. Oh, boy. I am 800K GP. And I hi, already have GP. my first Relic 4 okay, core dead, teams though. pushing for SLKR. Wait, okay, wait, wait, wait. You heard it right. It confused the shit out of me when I first heard it. Because it's similar to the thing I was talking about last I am 800k GP, and I already have my first Relic 4 core teams. So the way I read that, right, is this guy has the f whatever he deems as the four core teams, as they're all Relic. Hold on, I'm super fucking, like... Is this the same up. one Mid did? I think is this, this is the same, same one, one Mid already did. I, like, I'm kind of... I'm, I'm like, I'm not sober. But, like, what? Is it? I, I, I think this I, is the same I, I one. I have a whole bunch more. I apologize. All it right. didn't seem like that many <laughs> four days ago. It's on, it was on the 29th it was posted. <laughs> we recorded yeah, a no. week ago. <laughs> no, that's the one that Min did, where I asked if the guy you know knew how to use punctuation, because I think a comma is missing. Yeah, because he doesn't even have a Relic 4 character. It's all Relic 3. So this guy just post the same thing again? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know, but this is hilarious. All right. Let's, uh... Well, I can't he believe posted the same thing again. The we'll go to my well, next one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back Shit. and say, now this is also a possible candidate for intro, but we'll, we'll try again. <laughs> <laughs> 
Man, double bottom of the backpack over here was scurvy. Yeah. Let's go ahead. All right. All right. Here's my, here's my next one then. I got another one. I have an active player working towards executor and C. So we already know this person is phenomenal. Yeah, he sounds like a... Hey, half good, half bad. They are looking for uh, Relic 8 mats. I bet they are. Who the fuck is it? It's fucking inspector. How many C-Pit teams for? does this person have? Zero. Hey, that's not fair. <laughs> we were all going to say that. Oh, you snooze, you lose. I'm on a win streak right snooze, now. Snooze, you lose. Oh, I've, won, I've won three in a row. This is fucking price. So what's the possible. question? How many Relic teams? How many C-Pit teams does this person have? I'm gonna say one. C pit teams. I'm gonna say now, one. Now I I will define C pit teams as any five characters that are able to participate in C pit. Oh, that's not a C pit team. Come on. I say one. All right. Well, I mean, it's obvious that my only option is two. Okay, so it's you zero because one. this person only this this person <laughs> has three characters that are eligible for C pit. I win again for the first time. I win. What? No, he you has, don't. He has no C-Pit teams. He has only three characters. He said are teams, even not characters. You oh, I thought you said three. Oh, you don't son win. Of a you take fuck. last place. Ah. <laughs> I am the biggest failure that has ever failed. You know. All right. So here, here's the me, thing: is this person's you, you, this person's pirate? kind of vibe? It, it, he has Relic Seven Bobo, Relic Seven Vader, Relic Five IG, and then a Relic Three Iden. Where the hell is he relicking thing? He has a trend What's to his account, on? I guess, but but no reason to be asking for a relic eight mats. He's a trend. I mean, you can have a trend that's down. It yeah, sucks. It's, it's definitely down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is my personal favorite, right? All right. It's so petty. <laughs> this next one is my okay, personal next. favorite. Um, Ooh, okay. Good evening, fellow. Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes enthusiast. Holy shit, did you just do another <laughs> Is this the same one that you did again? Another one? I'm pretty yes, sure that's one that I did. <laughs> Is this same person just posting over and over and over again? <laughs> <laughs> is this the guy that streams on Twitch? Yes, yes. it is. <laughs> yes, it is! <laughs> You gotta be fucking kidding! This guy just continues. <laughs> yeah, he does. To be fair. <laughs> oh my god, you're gonna have to cut this. I cannot stop laughing. <laughs> okay, thank you, Scurvy, for <laughs> just tossing the last ten minutes out the fucking You know window. what, Min? We can both feel very validated that Scurvy also thought that the ones we chose were good. Hell yeah, dude! It just <laughs> this is the best thing ever. I have one last big oh my God. event. It's right. gonna be what I picked. One. <laughs> this is gonna be a Darth Venom one, right? right. So the thing I'm with, muting with this, myself for a minute. I'll be is, back. Is, um, my sides hurt like really bad. The thing with this fellow is, is he is a bigger account. Um, we typically do bottom of the backpack with like they're like new accounts looking for bigger guilds. This is a big account looking for a really big guild. Um, uh -huh. He is looking. F oh, yeah? He is looking for a competitive territory war guild that is above four hundred and sixty million GP. Holy shit! 
And he, he wait, even prefaces this by saying, "Do not respond if you are below this threshold." So if you are below, if you're 450, he doesn't want to hear from you. Wow. So he's not he's not interested in punching forward. No, 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 no. Right? He wants. So he wants he wants you to be able on, to I'm do still 32 uh, Rise of the Empire shards. He also wants you to be able or Rise of the stars Empire stars. What, he also sh- wants you to be able to get 10 Reva shards. Oh, we can do that. Okay, give okay, us, hold on. 460 million. He wants four, so 460 million. So you got to think, your average account is above 9 million. And yeah. have you said his GP yet? I have not. I have not said his GP yet. Okay, because I'm fucking laughing so hard it hurts. Yeah, this is a big um, boy. All right, so he, he's wanting a really big account. He is offering a 7.2 G, million GP player. So he's mm-hmm. 2 million below. Okay, so he's not like... He's not like a one millionaire looking for some real punchy uppy stuff. No, he, yeah, he, he, I mean, he, GI he at least has an account that is established. But he is pun- he is okay. he's still trying to punch pretty far up. Right, right. Um he's willing to run territory war specific mod loadouts. That's cool. That's pretty intense. He currently okay, has I mean- seven territory war omicrons, though he does not state which ones those are. He could have a whole bunch uh, of para-omicrons. Who knows? Well, as far as I'm concerned, if you invest in Territory War, then I, I like you. I he also a, have seven Territory War Omicrons. I have seventh sister, ninth sister, eighth brother, <laughs> and fifth brother. Among others. Shut the fuck up. Don't you fucking dare. Oh, my God. If you... If you... Holy shit. I'm going to kick you from Ilum if you fucking apply all seven of those stupid fucking Omicrons on leaders. Yeah, you know they don't get all tied together, right? Yeah. That was just like <laughs> oh, a Oh, look, look at all these Omicrons. Okay, great. But how, what you just how intimidating away. will it be for the other guild who sees that team of five Omicrons, man? <laughs> is, is stupidity intimidating? <laughs> all right, so this I guy like is also, up. he is one week away from farming Jabba. One week. According to this guy, Wait, he's one week away from farming Jabba. From having Jabba or farming Jabba? No, from Jabba. farming Jabba. Okay. He he also says... What? So Wait, what does granted, that mean? I don't know. I'm, I'm technically like 13 seconds away from farming so Jabba, but... He is all, now yeah, granted, I mean, I can th- start is, pressing the fucking spin button on Boosh He is also saying after he has already requested that the guild gets above 10 Reva shards, he is saying... That he will be Reaver ready when Grand Inquisitor hits the journey guide in June. So he's not Reaver ready. So, so mm. you're not Reaver ready. You want Reaver, but All you're right, not so Reaver ready. Here's what this guy offers to this guild. There is no catch to this one. There's no game to this one. This is just what this guy offers to this guild. Okay. He is a 7 million account, and he is looking for a guild that averages 9 million. He only has 5 GLs. Ooh. I feel like you need more. He does not I have. I feel like you need more. I don't. I'm not at that level, but I feel like you. Need he does more. not have Grand Inquisitor. He yeah, does. He of wants ten Reva shards, but is not Reva ready. Yeah, Look, I, I want that too. I appreciate this one because this just shows that you can, no matter where you're at, you can always be a backpack. That's right. This guy is trying to be a big old back. And at the end of the day, like I said, a 460 million GP guild is averaging a plus nine mil account. 
And at seven Plus mil, nine. this guy is trying to punch all the way up. Yeah, you know, I, I, the thing is, is, is the 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 late game, as we call it, or the or the the higher GP game, even, is a different world, right? Um, it's a little bit more difficult to recruit, from what I understand. Um, I, I do a lot of stuff with recruiting. I, I'm also. One of the other things I've started doing is I'm part of the Alliance recruiting team for so the Senate. So I kind of see some inside and outs of other stuff. And, like, it's hard to recruit at a high level, okay? So punching up at $7.2 million, this is where mods come into play. Yep. Right? Early on, your mod score is, you know, 2 and you're, and you're $4 million. <clears throat> Not a big deal. You're seven million. Your mods better be on fucking point, All right? This is where mods start really coming into. Uh, and they always matter, but this is where they really are. Like, <clears throat> we're gonna judge you more on. Yeah, you have these things. Cool. That's what you're supposed to do. What's your mods? You know. So I, I imagine this guy's probably got some pretty good mods if he's expecting these good things, right? Well, I hope that was an important tangent because we have not even close to enough time to entertain the top 10 what oh we've man. been what what it's fucking are you fucking kidding me we've been recording for two and a half hours and we still have to do our time warp and uh have a conversation I, I, with star wars dad do you fuck i, I didn't do any of the bot scurvy this time <laughs> this is fucking bullshit well, I, I cannot fuck we told you the Zetas had to move quickly, and they didn't. Why did you let me run that fucking part of the fucking podcast? You knew, you know who I am. Wait, I can't, This is bullshit. I didn't do it. Hold on, who wrote men in on on the uh, Zetas? I, I volunteered wrote for it. He volunteered, and then he blames us. I'm just trying to be helpful, and then we don't get to do the fucking the segment that is obviously wanted. The only segment by, you care about. You know this. <sighs> Fuck! The, the ch there's things that have even changed. Have you seen the smoke show that is Sabine? Holy shit! I don't think the we top have ten things. is even the segment anymore. I think the segment is telling men he can't do the top ten. <laughs> this is bullshit. This is bullshit. <laughs> fine, fine. You know what? Next time, Venom, you run the whole show, and we shut it the fuck up, and we get ready for top ten. <laughs> if you remember at. Mm. If if we have to wrap bottom of the backpack at like two hours in, and then we're good. Yeah. Okay. Well, then we don't have to fucking talk about fucking Matt Damon. Twenty minutes. That we could have done fucking you. top ten. You did that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Oh, Let's goodness. just you know we'll fucking we'll try again next time. I'm feeling like Charlie Brown over here. All right. It's fucking <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> Are you sure you don't feel like Matt Damon? Hey, Matt if you're Damon. listening to this, come Matt check out Damon. our Discord. Galaxy of Zeros. We'd love to have you. Come tell us why we're wrong. Yeah, yeah. come you. tell us why we're wrong. Give me your fucking top ten, because I ain't giving you mine. <laughs> Thank you for all the support. Uh, we're going to have a link to the new Discord server on the, uh, on the podcast. Uh, and we still are looking for reviews. Scurvy, you want to talk about that? Uh, yeah, so we would love to have you uh, drop a review. Um, 
seven stars everywhere, as men would say. Seven stars. Seven stars Don't everywhere. Don't give me five or I'm going to be fucking mad. If you're fortunate enough, I guess you have an iPhone, you have an iPod, if you still have those. Uh, if you drop us a... <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> Everybody's got one of those. What are we? We're talking to the people mowing their lawns like Fierro's told them to do. You mow your lawn, you get $50. You don't got an iPod, though. If you drop us a review on Apple and leave us your ally code, we will uh, review and kind of critique your roster. And we'll tell you how you... I think we got some trash to review, don't we? Some some, some trash. I, I I'm pretty sure on Apple there was some kind of... I don't know. He looked. Oh God, we gotta really. It's gonna be a roast. <laughs> I got a, yeah, I got a real just... question, actually. Um, how did we put? Did we put a um like a poll up from last episode? I put a poll. Where up. is it? Uh, it is we did. I can't find it. You said it was okay, on Spotify we, or something, right? No, no bullshit. I was joking, but yes, we did put a poll up. I'm, I think I'm the only fucking one that voted on it because I, I saw 100. percent I took a screenshot and I was like, I guess I win, right? That's how this voting things work. What's high score mean? The the poll was your best. Um, God damn, let me pull up my goddamn phone. I don't phone need to know what the poll is. I need to know how to find it. Uh, Spotify. Mm. Pull up your oh, iPod. It's Spotify, and, and when I click on the episode, it's right there. This is best teams to farm first. Queen Iger. She's at 63%. I don't know, just scroll Does down. It only, are you doing it on the app? I'm doing it on yep. the phone, yeah. Okay, it's probably just because I'm, not, I'm do, not doing it on the app. Yeah, you got to yeah, open up another your phone way. or your iPod. Or your, <laughs> or your iPod. Your iPod Dano, maybe. Your Zune. Yeah. <laughs> your fucking Zune. Uh-uh. <laughs> Okay. Oh my god. I'm gonna try oh and vote this time so that Ray doesn't take fourth place. Fucking Ray. Is that it? Is it? Are we rapping? Huh? Is that what a rap? That's a rap. Uh, are we thanking more people? Uh, uh, well, we obviously thank you, Crane Bro. He still listens. I hope. Um, <laughs> you hope. I do. I mean, I hope everyone listens um, consecutively. I I like y'all. I hope y'all like me. Who all do we need to thank, Venom? Uh, I'm scrolling up. And he doesn't even know what the fuck he's dude, doing. What the fuck, dude? Well, the outro was pinned at shit. one point, and now it's unpinned, and I'm trying to... F- yeah, the outro was pinned, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> You're so fucking mad we didn't get to top ten. I am fucking <laughs> mad, you son of a bitch. I mean, we didn't get to top ten, but we're spending fucking two, 20 minutes trying to figure out how to outro the show. Well, one, I'll, I'll pin it again. Give me a sec. One of you dickheads yeah. unpinned the thing I'm looking for. Well, that's because... It was probably Fieris. It was from last episode. I unpinned all the shit from last episode. Yeah. Uh, why, don't you, why don't you tell him? I gotta send it. Oh, oh, yeah, I found orders. it. I'm pinning it right now. It's pinned. That's you, Fieris. All right. Bad yeah. Lip Reading is on YouTube. It's a cool channel <laughs> with cool bros, potentially from Ukraine. Somebody else do this. Hey, we'd like to. What what in the world was that? Listen, you guys should check out Bad Lip Reading. They have an amazing channel on YouTube. Okay, so listen, here we go. It's really fun. Hey, check out Bad Lip Reading. They provided us a great outro song. They provide a bunch of other songs. Check them out because. Why did we let the drunk? We're only here because of them. Yeah, is that it? That was the Bad Lip Reading. We're only here because of them. All right, let's do this. Let's do this for real. I'll do it for real. Uh, we wanted to give a shout out and a thank you to Bad Lip Reading for providing our outro music. Um, they were really awesome and let us use it. Uh, it's a great song. Um, it's actually a hilarious song, along with a lot of their other content that you can find on their YouTube page. Um, and you should check them out. Thank you again. Uh, can you yeah. can you visit that 
uh, YouTube site on uh, an iPod or maybe only if you know. have the Wi-Fi. Did that iPod get the internet? You have the Does Wi-Fi. Have the Wi-Fi. Oh goddamn! <laughs> All right, final words so we can turn this off. Watch the Ahsoka trailer because you get this fucking beautiful. Gorgeous Sabine with her colorful rainbow hair. It's like a unicorn, but a human. Don't farm JMK first. I don't care what they tell you. Don't do it. I'm talking about Sabine. (laughs) Don't interrupt the man when he's doing his thing. (laughs) I'm doing a thing. I'm talking about a beautiful lady. You got to respect them. He he keeps getting his top ten taken away. You got to let him have a It's bullshit. I want to give a shout out to... Darth Venom for winning the showcase showdown of Bottom of the Backpack today. Yes. But the real winners Fuck. were Min and I for getting requoted by Scurvy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that was the best part of Bottom of the Backpack. Holy shit. I mean, that goes to show you that maybe our podcast is having an effect because I didn't find a whole hell of a lot other than the ones I quoted that you guys didn't know. Yeah, it is definitely our <laughs> podcast that is causing people That's to what not did be it. stupid. It wasn't your goofy ass. <laughs> also, if you're in the Senate and we called you out, <laughs> you know who you are, and we love you. But can we? Can you do an over an over thing where like, <laughs> like, oh, I got I got the perfect I got the perfect solution. When I say Matt Damon, you put the Matt Damon over it. <laughs> what? <laughs> Can you please do what? that? Oh my god, that'd be so good. Are you trying to get us sued by whoever the hell owns the two-second clip of Matt Damon? I'm trying to get us sued South by Park? anybody that'll sue us. Is it South, if Park? Is it South Park? Us, that means we matter. Do you think South Park listens to us? I hope so. I don't know. Man, if South Park listens to us and sues us, I'm going to consider my life a validation. <laughs> like, I've done it. You know, you're like... If they some people want to succeed, I want to fucking get to somebody so bad that they're like, "You son of a bitch! I can't believe you said those things." If they sue <laughs> us, we will give them a percentage of our profits. Fuck yeah! All well, <laughs> were we supposed to have profits? Man, if we get we some profits, to it's gonna be nickels. Steal underpants first. Yeah, it's another South Park reference. What's, oh, wait, what's step yeah. two? It's step three. Step three is profit. Is profit. Yeah, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> hey, kids, go ahead and Google that one. Yeah, well, <laughs> we're old. <laughs> Google that on your iPod. <laughs> <laughs> Like that.